Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. My friends, welcome back to Omega Man Radio. I'm Shannon Davis, and we've got my good friend, evangelist and minister, Peter Whiffen, coming to you from Gold Coast, Australia tonight. This is a live show. It's Friday, August 19 in the States, but Peter and I are uh, in the future. It's Saturday here. Brother Peter, how you doing, my friend? Okay, going along. It's a good day for Saturday, and um, uh, we're living along. You know, life's a war, and uh, we're fighting the fight. And uh, that's all good. We got uh, we got the good news of how to fight the fight. So <laughs> we're going along here. Praise and, God. Uh, well, we're blessed to have yeah, you back here you. tonight. We're going to have a good time with the Lord. Uh, Peter and I were talking just a few days ago, and um, two and a half hours later, <laughs> we uh, we yeah. we finished. And before we did, I wrote down a bunch of uh, notes <laughs> that Peter was giving me of different things God has put on his heart to teach and train in. And I'm here to tell you, we've got some awesome shows. They start tonight. Also, we've got plans to do a, a special thing that's never been done before, on this program at least. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But first off tonight, Peter, mm. before we get into it, why don't you open up in prayer tonight? All right. We'll be um, very pleased to do that. And, uh, of course, the whole... Uh whole show and everything and uh, all of us all are deeply loved by God and it's for God Almighty, the Creator, that we're here. Amen. And um, we're giving God Almighty, the Creator, our love because uh, He loved us, He made us, and He loves us. So we say, Dear Father God Almighty, we love you. We declare that we love you and we praise you, we thank you and um, appreciate you. And we say, come and be in the show, come and be with us, come and be with everyone today. We invite you, because we love you, to be with us today. And we dedicate everything we say to you, everything we do to you, for, for your praise, because you made us and you love us. 
We know you love us because you sent your one and only begotten son and you gave him up so we could be saved. So we appreciate that and acknowledge that today as we go forward. In the name of Jesus, we pray. I say amen. Again, welcome amen. everybody. And uh, Peter, before you bring the teaching tonight, um, I want you to tell yeah. people about some of the open doors that God has given you there in Australia recently with a magazine. I saw uh, a posting up on Facebook and I said, wow, praise God, deliverance is going to be promoted in Australia and worldwide. <laughs> Tell us about what happened with you in the magazine. All right. Um, a little bit amazing because, you know, I, I, I don't chase anything. I'm just a guy working and living and, you know, I'm praying for people um, <clears throat> when I'm not working. So I get an email um, yeah, from the Australian Women's Weekly, which, which is about close to 2 million uh, readership, a pretty popular monthly magazine here. And uh, they want to do a story on exorcism. And uh, the story's really not about me. It's, it was to be about exorcism in Australia because they found from their research that a lot of people are being harassed by ghosts or demons, they said, or ghosts or poltergeists and all this sort of stuff. So um, I know that to be ready in season and out of season. So I just said immediately, yeah, okay, we'll do that. I'll, I'll help you. I'll talk to you. And I thought it was just going to be an interview. And it uh, <coughs> turned out <coughs> they flew, uh, we're a thousand kilometers from uh, Sydney. They flew, uh, they flew up from Sydney and they made a time, they employed a professional uh, photographer and they come and they, they start taking my photo and um, I had a little uh, Bobby Larson style cross I'd made. <laughs> so I took that uh, for, for effect and uh, they took some good shots and um, then we had uh, 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 some people that I'd prayed for that had got some deliverance and, um, and really got somewhere. So we took them around their place and uh, they testified of how deliverance had changed their life. And that's all nice. And then I, and then I, um, uh, I said, okay, let's demonstrate this. So um, I had someone there to pray for who I've been working with. And um, uh, the person just manifested straight away like, why are you tormenting us and <laughs> right in front of the uh, reporter and uh, oh my goodness the, <laughs> the reporter like fell off the chair she she got very uh, the reporter got very very interested from that point <laughs> and um, uh, so I was able to talk and demonstrate which was a bit of a blessing really because it had impact you know now brother that so, goes out into the women's weekly and, uh, yeah, this month it's out. people read that everywhere. And uh, you know what? What's awesome about it is people are going to find out, hey, there's other people just like me going through these things, and there's hope for me. And, uh, Peter, that uh, was the beginning. What has happened since then? Um, they came back around, didn't they? Um, uh, the two uh, major television stations have rung up. And I shot a segment with one of them called Today Tonight on Channel 7 here. And we again demonstrated some deliverance. Um, I, I, did have a, I did have a guy that would have manifested wildly, but he, he uh, ran at the last minute. So uh, 
there was another lady there graciously volunteered and um you know i prayed for her and um and uh, there was another side shown there was there was some there was some deliverance and some compassion and some ministry and you know just the way we normally work you know in this this business and that got filmed so that hasn't come out yet my brother i'm excited to hear this news because this is the Good, news eh? we we need to know that deliverance ministry is being covered because it hasn't been for so long or only the enemy has um covered his version of it which is through hollywood with all the movies and the exorcist the the minister always loses hmm. no we don't lose in jesus christ it's the other way around the demons are going to lose they've already actually been condemned we just got to execute the judgment of the lord written on them amen amen and and um uh darkness is hidden so we bring the darkness into the light when when we promote um that the darkness is judged so i never had any fear it's amazing the uh, number of churches that did not decline they had a hard time even finding anyone that wanted to talk and it's very interesting um there's a i've been invited to uh go and see and have some time with uh, the leading australian psychic <laughs> wow <clears throat> yeah and uh it, the amazing thing about this psychic is is that uh, he does deliverance and uh he uses the catholic ritual to do it but he's not a believer <laughs> wow and uh, he charges 850 dollars <whistles> yeah and he'll chase the ghosts out of your house for 550 and the guy is booked amazing Sorry. amazing so it's telling me that the people are willing to pay I don't, I'm not saying pay, but people are willing to pay to have these problems fixed that much. And they believe in him because he's promoted it. And um, here we are in the churches not promoting it, and we have the real answer to it. <laughs> Brother, don't we? Absolutely we do. Uh, Listen, people are desperate out there. I, it brought back a memory some months ago when I was still in Las Vegas where the Lord had me uh, pitch my tent for about three years before we're coming out here to Bali. By the way, I'm excited to be in Bali. I'm closer, closer than ever to Peter, and uh, I'm planning to uh, meet up with you one day soon and yeah. get a fellowship with you because uh, Australia, by the way, is only four and a half hours away. But when I was in Vegas, I just come out of the grocery store, Peter, got in my truck, and I had this magnet <laughs> that I called uh, Rolling Warfare. I just I had it made up, and I threw it on the back of the, the truck, and, um, you know, it advertised deliverance. It says, we cast out demons. I had a bumper sticker, actually, that says, uh, <laughs> demon, I bind you in Jesus' name. But um, I'm just going out there to pick up some food or something, and I jumped in my truck, and I pulled into a parking space, so I had to back out. And as I'm trying to back out, I saw I couldn't because a truck had just pulled up right behind me, and a lady looked real concerned. Had her head sticking out the window, so I said, hello. She says, uh, do you do house clearings? I saw your sign. <laughs> uh, I said, you, you have a problem? And she says, um, I do, and I want to talk to you about it. So she was in a hurry, so she wrote down my number, 
And I said, uh, and I gave her a card, give me a call and we'll talk about it. Well, you know, that's just indicative of problems. America, Australia, worldwide, where you're at tuning in tonight, people are experiencing things, aren't they, Peter? They are. And you know, the, um, the scripture's plain, the corruption that's in the world. We're escaped, being delivered from the corruption that's in the world through lust, and that's the lust of the demons, the lust of the fallen angels. So we're escaping the corruption. So the world's corrupted. You know, there there is no good person. We're all corrupted. Everyone is corrupted. And uh, if we get the revelation that we're going to spend a lifetime, um, we're going to spend a lifetime being delivered. Um, we're, the final solution is not until we're resurrected incorruptible. Amen. And we're a work in progress. And um, you know what? Hey, nothing mm. to be ashamed of to say you got problems. Right. Maybe there's right. something you hear in your house and you say, I'm the only one here. Who's that? You know, maybe you're being attacked in your mind tonight. Maybe you didn't want to tell anybody because you're embarrassed, but something's been sexually attacking you as you sleep. Something's mm. telling you to do things that you know uh, you don't need to be doing. I, I had a friend one time who was a helicopter pilot, and he's in the helicopter pilot in the air, probably a couple thousand feet up, and something said, open up the door and jump out. <laughs> what was that? That wasn't him, folks. That was something that yeah, was hoping he would... Man. Take that suggestion and do it. But you may be saying out there, well, thank God I don't have those problems. Well, how do you know? Peter, you, you have a quote in your magazine that says, if you want to find out if the spirits are there, what do you do? Tell us about that. <laughs> you um, uh, you got to pick a fight. What, um, what do you mean? Uh, pick I got a saying, you know, I got a saying. Uh, it wasn't in the magazine, but the saying is you won't know what's in a bucket until you kick it. And uh, what's in it's going to slop out. So uh, you got to pick a fight. You pick a fight, these things will boil and they'll come to the surface sometimes, most of the time. Uh, uh, people say, I don't know what come over me. Well, if you stir them up, it's going to come over them. You know, you ever seen those street preachers yelling at the homos and, <laughs> and uh, stirring them up? Right. And then all of a sudden the people just go, go violent, right? <laughs> That's right. It's, uh, yeah, they're, they're actually, don't know, but they're picking a fight with them. They're picking a fight with them. And uh, then you really see what's it. You get this, like, nice girl, looks very nice and dainty. Next thing, she's just foaming at the mouth, spitting vile at them. I've seen so it. So that's picking a fight. <laughs> I didn't pick that particular fight, but I've seen it picked on video. But I picked other fights yeah. and I didn't even know it. One time, I'm sitting, Peter, at um, the storage unit where I had a, uh, a rental there. And I'm just, uh, toward the end of the day, I want to get in there and pay my bill. I got in there. I was the only one there. And... Walked in the office, and the lady who works behind the desk was sitting there, and she was a nice lady. I was, she was always cordial to me, so we just sat there and chatted a little bit. And I don't know, I just began to talk to her about deliverance. You know, and uh, witchcraft that comes down the family line, you know, because of sins of the ancestors. You and I can be affected by things, familiar spirits, you know, etc. And I just kept talking, and uh, all of a sudden, it was almost like she got frozen. And you just had this 
crazy blank look blank look yeah and her eyes weren't even blinking yeah. and they turned black Ooh. and i said uh oh <laughs> we you got know, something people say they're being triggered right they're being triggered and that's that's where the spirit stirred up and it's come up right that's what you saw <laughs> brother that bucket got kicked yeah. and it got rousted and it was it was like that cat that Unhappy. looks into the light he didn't know what's going to happen next. It was nice. And I didn't know what was going to happen next either. And I, um, to be honest with you, I said, oh, my goodness. I got something on my hands here. I got one of two options. We could keep pushing this thing. We may have all-out war. <coughs> or I might want to back yep. off here a minute and pick my fight a little more Another carefully. Time. Another time. <laughs> have mercy on the poor lady. She's just trying to go home. Well, you know what? Praise, Praise God. Him. That's right. Um to find out if the spirits are there, you said you have to pick a fight. I think that's profound right there. That's the truth. It's a big one. Um, can we call Don in? Absolutely. Um, we're let's just have getting... a little fireside chat. Let's and, do it. Um... I think I have him on um, Skype. I can I pull him in if you want me to pull him in. What is Don's? But... Uh, let me look him up on my Skype. I think I just added him. What's Don's last name? Uh, Jeffrey. Don Jeffrey. Jeffrey. There we go. Hang on. Jeffrey. Reverend Don Jeffrey. I the got Reverend. Him. Okay. The Rev. We got it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Everybody, welcome tonight. We got Peter Whiffin. We're just getting started tonight. I'm going to turn it over. Yeah. And uh, we'll get rolling. Uh, Praise God. Brother Don, welcome Hi, tonight. Hi, how are you? Thank you. How you doing, my friend? Welcome to the broadcast. Oh, thank you. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, praise God, folks. <laughs> We've got uh, ministers Peter Whiff and a minister Don Jeffrey with us here tonight. And, and gentlemen, it's, it's an honor to have you here. And um, at this time, I'm going to flip the mic over to you, to you guys. We'll have right, a- we, we just do it. Yeah, we can just uh, we can just have a chat because I think if you're if you're preaching, it's one thing. But if you if you just everybody's talking, you can be listening in. People can be listening in and picking up the the points. You know. So, yeah, and uh, we, we're going to talk on baptism uh, uh, because uh, uh, Don's got a good testimony here of a little baptism that happened, and um, we're introducing Don because he Don is a faithful uh, deliverance minister. He's qualified uh, as a reverend, and um, I introduce him as... Um, as a uh, a loyal saint, a loyal saint you, in the army of the Lord. <laughs> Thank you. Peter. So, now praise the Lord. I known Don for a little while and a uh, fair while, and uh, he's uh, been very faithful in his in his deliverance. So um, we're we're good friends. So I thought I'd bring him on uh, or invite him to come and share with us different things, and um, we wanted to start the talk on baptism, Shannon. Praise God. Again, Don, it is an honor to have you here with us. And um, Peter, I'm going to turn it over to you and Don. Let's take it away. This is great. Awesome. Oh, thank you. All right. I, ju- I just, yeah, um, I just start with the scripture, one scripture here. And um, then I want to get Don to say his uh, experience, what happened with the baptism. Uh, <coughs> we're, we're talking uh, here. Hmm. Um, uh, there's uh, Hebrews chapter 6 uh, says, 
not laying again the foundation of. And there's some six foundations mentioned there. And uh, one of them is baptisms, plural. Uh, verse 3, not leaving again, uh, it says baptisms, the doctrine of baptisms. So um, it says, um, sorry, um, uh, uh, verse 1, uh, 1, 2 it is, the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands. So um, I, I found that... Uh, I, uh, I found that it's very important for baptism because the water bears witness and the blood bears witness and the spirit. That's the three that bear witness on earth. Now, this is the witness that you've died. When you've died, your bloodline died. And this is how God deals with the bloodline curses because now our bloodline, when we're raised with Jesus Christ, is God's bloodline. It's no longer I that live. It's Christ, which is the anointed Messiah that lives in me. So we do have the effect of the family line curses, the bloodline curses, which is the giants in the land, and they still have to be cast out. But the actual redeeming action comes from dying and being raised again. So the, we need this witness of the water to hold our deliverance and to get deliverance. So um, with that, uh, Don, could could you? We talked about this, didn't we, one day? Yes, yeah, we sure did. As a matter of fact, I I carried it out. Uh, I saw a video uh, by this pastor over in Europe called uh, Torben Sondergaard, and. Uh, he was doing uh, he was doing baptisms, and he was of course he was only he was only baptizing them in the name of Jesus, and then on top of that, he was doing deliverance. And when we were talking, you uh, you suggested that it would probably be better if you had the people we were baptizing state that they came here of their own free will, rebuked Satan and all of their evil spirits. So. My wife had been baptized oh, several years ago, the same time I did, and I got the Holy Spirit. She didn't, and I decided to try this and rebaptize her. And I rebaptized her, and I had her. I had her state that she rebuked Satan, all of his evil spirits, and she's come of her own free will. She accepts Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior, and I baptized her in the name of Jesus Christ. I brought her back up within twenty seconds of her rising. I casted out a few demons, and I got the Holy Spirit into her, and I got her speaking tongues. Wow. And then I, I, then I did it about a mm -hmm. week or two later with someone else, and I got the same result. It was amazing. So how's that, eh? <laughs> it was truly amazing. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it So here we have well. a foundation, eh, Don? It's a foundation. Yes. It's a very big foundation, yes. Yes, so, it's a very big so, foundation. Yeah. How about that, Shannon, eh? My brother, that is awesome. Um, so there was some kind of blockage there, apparently, before. And many people have said probably the same thing. You know, I wanted the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but why did I receive mm -hmm. it? I've been seeking it for a mm -hmm. long time. Could it mm -hmm. be that there's some tie-in there and, um, and the issue of baptisms? I want to explore this with you all tonight. Continue on. This is good. 
In yeah, Acts I, I two thirty eight. Yeah, go, Tom. Sorry. Oh, I, I actually believe that there is some kind of tie here, and the thing is, most people also do say that you know you should only get baptized once. But the question is, were you baptized once the right way or the wrong way? Now, most people believe that the sprinkling of water is the wrong way, such as I do. But now, when you're giving somebody in a full immersion baptism, like I got it or my wife got it the first time, uh, she didn't get anything out of it. The second time I did it this way, and, you know, she's speaking tongues and everything now. So it's just amazing how, you know, you could take something and add a little common sense to it if, when you see someone else doing something a little differently. And, you know, it just clicks and you know it's the right thing. You know it's the right thing. Yeah, the water, the water, the blood, and the spirit must bear witness. Three, on on the on the testimony of two or three witnesses. So, the spirit there, as far as I can see, is a little s. So it's the water on earth, the water, the blood, and your human spirit bearing witness. So if the if the person is not being baptized in the right spirit. The witness is broken. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we have to get the three bearing the witness, and, and we know that the blood of Jesus mixed with the water. You know, the, the sword, uh, spear went in the side, and out come mm -hmm. water and blood, water and blood. So the blood, uh, they, they recognize now in science that water has a memory. <laughs> Water has a memory. How about that? Eh? Yeah, that's uh, that's all over. That's all over YouTube with those videos and everything. Water does have a memory, and it acts differently after it's it's been it hears gospel music or it's been prayed over. It it acts differently. It acts differently, and and yeah, you see those ones where they have uh, like rice seeds in in jars, and they they speak nasty to one and and blessing on another one. Right, and uh, the thing goes off faster if it's spoken nastily to. Mm -hmm. And we're made out of, what, 70% water or some percentage? Yeah, exactly, especially the brain, right? Yeah. So so the water in us is bearing witness with the water of the uh, baptism. And uh, we must remember, too, about water. You can't find anywhere where the water was cursed. Correct. God said to, right. God said to Adam, the ground is cursed. Be your sake. And so, that, comes back, that comes back to Christ washing the dust off of people's feet. Yeah. The, the, it's, a sim, it's a symbol of baptism, the washing of the feet. And uh, it's interesting you raise that subject because the washing of the feet is the only other place where Jesus said, if you don't do this, you have no part of me. And, uh, and he's it's not washing of feet because it's interesting. He said to Peter, you don't know what I'm doing right now. Well, how did Peter not know? <laughs> how did he know, not know what Jesus was doing? He's got his feet in the dish, right? <laughs> so <laughs> he must have known Jesus was washing his feet, but Jesus said, you don't really know what I'm up to here, what I'm doing here, right? There's right. something else. And yeah. And he said, afterwards, you're going to know. Mm -hmm. And and I believe that the water, the water, is the uh, is not cursed. It's the original blessing of God, 
and the dirt is the curse. So washing the feet is washing off the curse with the water of God's promise, the water of the word, the washing, the water. Yeah? Amen. 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 And his father also did it with the great flood. He did. So um, uh, John, what did John the Baptist say about uh, water baptism? You know, if we think about that, he, he said, uh, be baptized to make the way straight for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So that's paving right. a highway, right? That's that's making the way for the kingdom to come. Right. And, and originally, originally, John was doing it to uh, erase sin, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, he, he was he was he was doing it for the remission of sins. And um, uh, we know without the shedding of blood, you've got no remission of sin. But now the blood is mixed in the water. So yes. the so the he said it's to make way straight for the for the kingdom. What is the kingdom? In another place, it says, "When I cast out devils, the kingdoms come, and when I heal, surely the kingdoms come." So, water baptism is really crucial for deliverance and for mm-hmm. holding deliverance. Right. Yeah, I had a case of a family that was being harassed all their life. Christians, they never got baptized, <laughs> and uh, I baptized them over Skype into the shower. And uh, <laughs> they were a Jewish uh, family, and the, and the father had a dream that night of uh, Satan coming, and and Satan came to collect, uh, like a mobster dressed as a mobster. And he actually mm-hmm. shot the guy's shot the guy's finger off in the dream, and then all of a sudden uh, the gangster screamed and ran off, and and he turned into the devil as he ran off with cloven hoofs, and Jesus came mm-hmm. and touched the guy's finger and healed it, mm-hmm. and that was immediately after the baptism, and it showed that the devil can't collect. He's got no collection rights on you anymore. Once you've been right. baptized, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the, the, the secret, the secret to that is knowing it. If the if the devil knows you know, then the fight's almost over. It's gone. So, um, what is the what is the legal rights of the enemy? Family line curses. Um, Family line curses or sin, right? Or sin, and there's another one. Our approval. Yes. Um, eating from the tree of the eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was approving to no evil. Right, it's our free will. Free will. Yep. So God wants us. God wants our love to come to Him of our own free will. He don't want to force us because then it's not love. That's right, and that's the key you did uh, with uh, Patty, right? Right. She she confessed, "I'm coming with my own free will." Yes. Therefore, God respects our will. Why? Because of love, what you said, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Because love can't be forced. You can't force someone to love you. You can't um, pay someone to love you, can you? No, you can't. Mm. You can pay them. Given free will, and that's why we have so much sin in the world today. Yeah, people are biting it in. What's that, Shannon? 
I said, people try to pay for love. You might be able to buy a one-night stand, but that's not love. <laughs> that's, a that's a transaction. Absolutely. You are an ATM machine. They're going to make a withdrawal, yeah. and then tomorrow at somebody else's hotel room. That's not love. You can be, yeah. And then on Sunday morning, you're in church, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. God have mercy. It's the truth. <laughs> that's when you go to the driving one. But it, it's... um. It's the free will. And, uh, you know, I asked God, why did he put the tree in the garden? And uh, I got the shocking answer. And the shocking answer is because of love. Mm -hmm. Because, see, if you take all the choices off the table, that's not love either, is it? No, for, for not instance, at all. If, if, say a guy's a homosexual and he wants to get married for the money and he doesn't tell a woman that he's a homosexual, that's not love. She marries him and finds out there's a problem that was hidden. And Correct. she didn't marry that. Well, she, oh, that's she a, didn't that's marry the same that. with Adam and Eve. That's the same with Adam and Eve after they sinned. Uh, yes, their, their innocence died. That's what died. But when yeah, God came down, we, what did he do? What did God do? He gave them love. He clothed them. He comforted them. Yep. With innocent animals. Mm-hmm. The animals that died for that were innocent. They didn't eat from the tree. Right. So um, we got this situation here where uh, there may be people out there, uh, Shannon, that um, are trying to get breakthroughs, trying to hold their deliverance and all of that. They may have already been water baptized, but but the witnesses may not have connected. Um, I tried this myself. I had people manifest right there in the water. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I tried to baptize and they're struggling, you know, fighting me. Their demons are fighting me. No, they don't. And they got their hand up. They don't want to put their hand under. <laughs> <laughs> like the heel of um, uh, Jacob, you know, they, they got their heel, their head stacked out. The water. Make sure you push them all the way under, too, if you do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've, uh, so I've, uh, I've had that happen to me. I've had a, I've had a few resists. Their, their head would not go all the way under. I mean, it would just be a half inch sticking up, and I'd have to use every muscle in my body to push that head under. <laughs> God wants 100% yeah, so of us, doesn't he? He doesn't want just part of you. But yeah, you know he only needs a little bit, right? He only needs a connection, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and it's what it is. I, I would get them where their, their nose was sticking up out of the water, and no matter how hard I pushed, they wouldn't go down anymore, and I had to really push down. <laughs> and and I, I've even baptized people in bathtubs. I mean, you know, they were, they were just large enough to get them in, and I got them all the way under. But I, yeah. I got them. <laughs> Now, you've got the situation where some people say, well, you know, I've got the, there's only one baptism. But this scripture says there's baptisms plural, uh, and it's only a foundation, um, baptisms. Because, you know, this scripture here in uh, Hebrews is saying, leave the principles of the doctrine of Christ, therefore leaving them. In other words, get settled in them and go on. Uh, let us go on to perfection. Um, what, what's going on to perfection? If you know, that, repent, that would be John. Uh, that would 
that would be John 14, 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that he believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do. Okay. So, yes. So, let us go on to perfection is the washing without spot and wrinkle. And that. what What is the spots and the wrinkle? It's spirits. Mm -hmm. Little ones, big ones, all sorts of ones. It's, right. It's, um, yeah, it's getting full deliverance. Full deliverance. Um, as full as much as you can. Let's go on towards perfection or on towards perfection. Perfection has to be deliverance, right? Exactly. However, we're only human, so deliverance is an ongoing process throughout our entire lives. There you go. That's something for the people who I've met who say, I've been delivered. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that all the time. But, you know, pray for me. I've got the flu. <laughs> Someone will say, you know, something's not right. I said, let's pray. Have you ever been involved in the occult? You ever had sex outside of it? Oh, yeah, I've already dealt with that. I've already dealt with that, you know. Have you done that? Yeah, I've already prayed about that. I'm delivered. Really? Well, praise God. I hope you are. But if not, you don't want something to remain in there, do you? No? Well, I guess you can pray for me that pray for me then. I was told I was delivered in that area, and you begin to pray, and that thing manifests. It comes right up. <laughs> you know what? Choke horror, right? They didn't get what it all shock. out. <laughs> Maybe there was more than one of them in there. Maybe the person mm -hmm. didn't dig deep enough. Now, Don, mm -hmm. am I correct that you used to be a law enforcement officer? Yes. Yeah, I was a uh, street cop in New Jersey. Uh, I did 21 years on the road and four as a detective. Well, number one, I want to thank you for your service. And your job I is to keep the, straight, the streets safe. And sometimes you arrest a criminal element. And he's working for a bigger guy, and you may need to do a little bit of interrogation, right? Yeah. Well, I do the same thing now. <laughs> and so you're not going to just ask him one question and expect him to spill the beans, right? Right. You have to put. You have to. You have to apply a little bit of pressure, and yeah. you want to. You mm -hmm. want to dig deep. You want to get the. You want to find out who the big guy is, don't you? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, many times exactly. people never go that far. I'm going to give it back to you, gentlemen. I don't want to take you down another uh, trail, but I just no, want no, to that's good. drop that's good, this Shannon, in. Because the darkness hides. And, 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 you know, let's have a look at baptism. Uh, the church is a sprinkling babies. So the spirit of the baby is not witnessing because how can the spirit of the baby make a choice? Have we not went so far enough? So now the baby, yeah, no, the baby continue. grows up and it's told, I've been baptized, so the baby doesn't go and get baptized. There you go. Yeah, I got it when I was two months old. Yeah. Yeah, I did deliverance. That was 20 years ago. Or last <laughs> year. They told me I was completely set free after one round. <laughs> Folks, yeah. I haven't seen anybody completely set free after one round. Now, God's <laughs> sovereign. He can do anything he wants to do. I don't want to limit God, but... The Bible doesn't back that up, that you're going to be set no. free of everything in one shot. Of some things, yes, but we take the land back bit by bit. Maybe we didn't go far enough in deliverance, and that's why there's something still there today. Maybe you didn't go far enough in baptism or do it the right way, and that's why you haven't seen the, the results you're looking for. I just asked that question tonight for people to consider. Let me throw it back to you, gentlemen. This is an awesome discussion tonight. Keep going. It's good because it encourages people to have a look back at the foundations which are foundations in that chapter hebrews 6 
so um, once we have that absolute contract that we've raised with Jesus Christ and we are the family of Jesus Christ, see, uh, we, we minister under the blood, right? We, we claim, you know, minister under the blood. But the blood flows in us. The life is in the blood. So the blood of Jesus Christ, once we've been, don't you know you've been raised with Jesus Christ? You are not your own. You're bought with a price. You've been redeemed by the blood, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The blood, you are the family of God. My children are my flesh and blood, right? Right. So once we've been not our own, we've been raised with Jesus Christ, we're his flesh and blood, aren't we? Correct. We're, we're the body of Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. We're the body Absolutely. of Christ on earth. Yeah. Unless so you're baptized our... as a baby. When you're baptized <laughs> as a baby, you, you, you know, yeah. there's a difference between your soul and your spirit. And, you know, your soul, your soul is something that you develop. That mm -hmm. makes you like the color blue over green and so forth. And your soul is where your free will resides. And you have to turn your body over to Christ, which is your soul. And you can only Love do that. requires it, right? Exactly. And you can't do that being an infant. An infant you only knows you love for make its choice. mother and no one else. Right, an infant yeah. only knows love for its mother and nothing else. That's it. So we are the blood of Jesus Christ and we are the name of Jesus Christ. My my children are my name. Peter Whiffen, my children are, you know, their names in Whiffen. They're, they're the family name. It's the household of the Whiffens, right? So mm -hmm. right. we, yeah. Actually, when you think about it, we are the name of Jesus Christ and we are the blood of Jesus Christ. We are the body of Jesus Christ. We are the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ, A-E-I-E-A, or whatever it is, the family. Uh, yeah, my children are my flesh and blood, right? Amen to that. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now, it, it's bringing us to the subject because... Um, my family come to the dinner table, you know. I, I work all week and I buy the groceries and um, they all meet at the dinner table and every night and we live because we eat. Romans chapter 1 mm -hmm. says, doesn't Romans 1 say that the, um, the creation shows us the ways of God? The things of God can be clearly seen from the creation. So, you know, I should wonder why we have to eat. Why didn't God make it that we have to eat? And he could have made us any way he liked, but he makes us so we got to eat. And, mm -hmm. um, that's, and that is the table uh, where you eat. So our blessing for the family, the name of Jesus, when we come together in his name, it's our family coming together in the name, the family name, Mm -hmm. coming together he'll give us what we want and that's right. at the communion it happens at the communion according to nature that's how we survive and according to god he said i'll set up a table in the presence of your enemy right right now you can't sit at the family table can you if you're not in the family <laughs> correct hey correct 
And that's and that's why so, uh, a demon, that's why demons don't have no legal rights. They're under the old law. We're saved by grace. They they don't have no legal rights in the body. No, but they can get our approval. Yes. And that's a, that's that's rights of approval that that we've been tricked into giving them. So the legal right, right is the vow. <coughs> uh, Jesus said, "Anyone asks you to do a vow, is from the evil one." Mm -hmm. So there's the tactic. That's the tactic right out front there. Um, our agreement is a vow, right? Like, right. come for a ride in a car. Okay, and you up in. <laughs> hey, mm -hmm. You signed an agreement there. Hey? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's many ways we can sign an agreement, isn't there? Like you're in a police force. Uh, the, uh, the colleagues in crime, how did they all uh, sign their agreements with each other? <laughs> they came into agreement, you know. I, I would say, gentlemen, they have the rights that we give them. In other Correct. words, let's say you get into an argument with someone, they hurt you, and you say, to heck with them, I'm done with them, I'm not going to forgive them. Yeah. And what does the word say? If we do not forgive, neither my Father in heaven forgive you, and if you let the sun go down to your wrath, the tormentors come. Now, these demons have authorization by God to torment you. In fact, he says he'll send them if we do not forgive. The tormentors will come. So they have the authority because we have chosen to disobey the word of God. Rebellion is sin, it's sin of witchcraft. So they have a right to attack us. Now the good news is we can also cancel their plans by applying the antidote. Repent, forgive, command those demons to get out. You know, I believe they have the rights that we give them. And the good news is we take those rights away if we'll uh, give no place to the devil, if we'll do what the Word of God says and repent. As you said at the beginning of this program, deal with the things that have come down the family lines, okay, that have authorized those demons to attack subsequent generations through sins of the ancestors that have never been dealt with, and so on and so on. The good news is tonight there is a, uh, there's an antidote. His name is Jesus Christ and his deliverance ministry tonight. Amen. That's correct. Amen. And, and see, the family only gets to sit at the table, but you can sit at the table uh, without... Uh, the family gets a suit to sit at the table. Um, you know, uh, a football team wears a jersey, right? So, so mm -hmm. once, you, uh, once you're baptized, you get a jersey. You get a you get a uniform, and that's the that's put on the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ, the Anointed One. And you can now sit at the table of the Lord, unjudgeable, Be, because um, there's judgment at the table. Like someone's got to pay for the meal. Mm -hmm. The the blood and the body are on the table. Who's paying? Right. Someone someone has to pay to put it there. Yes, Jesus paid, but there's blame to be laid. And you can see that blame in the scapegoat. There's two goats, an innocent two innocent goats. One's one's killed, and one has the hands with the sin of Israel laid on it. Um. Satan is the scapegoat, 
and men who side with Satan. So you, you can come to the Lord's table with your uh, righteousness of Jesus Christ uniform on, or you can come naked without the wedding clothes. There's a story, the parable of the wedding feast. Uh, what's that guy doing in here with, without the wedding clothes on? Um, bind him and cast him out where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. So at the table where we receive our nourishment, also the cup of the wrath of God is given to our enemies. And Correct. in this yeah. way, mm -hmm. in this way, the Apostle Paul warns, if you're coming to communion unworthy, you'll die. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, if we want to come, like Shannon said, unforgiving, you, you, you're going to get hit with judgment and you'll die. I, I think it's the biggest cause of death, actually, in the world, um, unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. So, the whole reason for our being born again is to put us into the bloodline of Jesus Christ. It's unjudgeable. Like... You're crucified with Jesus Christ in that sense, in a legal sense, and you are not able to be judged for the crucifixion because you, you died in the crucifixion. <laughs> right. Yeah? Yes. But, you know, now it also depends on who has control at that table. If you go to a church and you're not a member, but you've repented your sins, they're not going to allow you to sit at their table with them. Right. So there's no doctrine that says you have to do it at church. You can do it at home. So praise exactly. the Lord for that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> praise the Lord for that. And, and Jesus said to do it daily. And if we if we have a look at the manner, what was the manner? It, it was daily, right? Right. And um, brings me to the brings me to the currency of the kingdom. Um. It says we're redeemed by the blood. Redeemed means really purchased, doesn't it? Like mm -hmm. if I if I hock my watch at the hock, hock shop, um, I have to go with the money and buy it back, right? That, mm -hmm. That's called redeeming, redeeming my hocked pledge. So we've been purchased with blood. So the blood is the purchase price. It's the purchasing currency of the kingdom. The blood. Right, and the more and the more we do communion, the more purchasing power we have. Correct. Our, our credit card of heaven, not credit, our debit card of heaven gets filled at the communion table. And we can't sit there until we're baptized. <laughs> right. And that's why we not only can bind demons, but we can also buy them with the blood of Christ and make them pay for it. Yep, we can we can buy and sell, we can sell what, how do we buy them? They owe for the blood, and they can't right. pay it. It's 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 bankrupted them. So when they it says that uh, to execute the judgment written this honor have all the saints, and this is the execution of judgment is a doctrine that's sort of lost. How to execute judgment and what the execution of judgment written really is, and um, the the judgment that is judging. The world, the principalities, powers, rules, authorities, and wickedness, and humans, 
and the whole of creation is the death of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So Jesus said, take up your cross. Your cross is the right of executing judgment. Hmm. You, you have that. to, amen, it says crucify sin. What is that? Now I can show it to you from the scripture there, uh, Don. I think we talked about it anyway, but Moses lifted up the snake. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the devil being crucified. Right. Mm. And it says yep. Jesus will be lifted up the same way. Why? Because the <coughs> devil has to reap the devil has to reap the cross. Mm -hmm. And in this way, in Psalm twenty three, it says he sets up a table in the presence of our enemies. It's a judgment table. And we get to sit there unjudgeable inside the Lord Jesus because he's already been crucified and cannot be judged for the crucifixion. And we can invite every evil spirit up that's inside of us to take communion with us and force him to take the blood and the body. Exactly. And it's, it's like poison to them. Yes. It says here in Daniel 7.22, and this is Old Testament, until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom so you possess the kingdom through baptism <laughs> this is why people who haven't been baptized properly have a struggle right now the guilt is it, the, the guilt is huh? I, yeah. I was just going to say it's it's amazing how many people uh that were born to couples out of wedlock and now they have this curse on them which can easily be removed through the baptism and they're not doing it Yes, and then the, the, the and then the yes, and then the evil spirits that are in their flesh can be cast out because deliverance uh, happens by judgment, <laughs> believe it or not. So at the communion table, uh, the judgment is there. We got uh, Corinthians, First um, Corinthians eleven twenty seven. Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the blood and body of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yep. So the Amen. demons in us are sitting with us. When we have communion, the spirits in us are forced to have communion. And they will die. And that's how they come out. It's understanding deliverance. It's, you can do deliverance. You don't need to understand it. But when you understand it, you can do you can do it with more authority. Um, in Ezekiel plus, chapter thirty-four, yeah, go on. I was just going to say. Plus, you know, never mind the fact that these demons are smart. I mean, in some ways they're stupid, but in other ways they're very, very smart. And if you don't know these things, I mean, you can have a serious. You could have a very hard time doing it. Yeah, you can go along for a while, then you'll run into. You may run into one that's just uh, <laughs> going to knock you around. You know, Peter so, yeah. and Don. Uh, yes, that, I want to uh, tack something on there. What y'all just said is so true. And you know, when I got involved in deliverance only a few short years ago, I knew the supernatural is real, 
God began to talk to me about things about like generational curses that were still active in my own family about 10 years back when I was looking for some solutions to my own problems, wondering why I was having mood swings and, you know, bouts of depression. And then crying out to the Lord, he spoke to me audibly in a dream and said, you and your brother Damon have a generational curse you need to break. And I'm thinking, me? Mm-hmm. Both my grandfathers are pastors. One went on home to be with the Lord. I've been in the church since age four. I'm saved. Mm. What do you mean I have a generational curse, mm-hmm. you know? But I realized, you know what? Yeah, that's the answer. Because there's something going on. I've tried everything else. And God began to you know, show me the reality of what was going on in my own family line. A great-grandfather who was a high-ranking mason that had uh, you know, probably taken vows that they do when they get up to the top levels to uh, Jabulon and they worship Baphomet. And uh, the rituals that he went through that basically unleashed a curse, not to, not to mention coupled with some adultery, probably some pride. I mean, these are some big guys. Leviathan was in the family line, witchcraft, sexual mm-hmm. sin, and then unleashed familiar spirits down the family line that were tormenting me. Now, I was going to go to hell for their sins, okay? But I could sure suffer uh, and be beaten up by these demons that wanted to try to get me to go down the same track as ancestors did. And, and literally had not only hit people, but was actually taking them out in premature body bags. Because great-grandfather dies at 52. My grandfather dies at 58. My father a year later would die at 57. And here I am. Mm. I'm the next on the hit list. They've got a bullseye on me mm. and my brother's foreheads. They're coming for us. They're going to try to take us out next. And God showed me the reality that someone has to stand in the gap and admit to the sins that have been committed and repent and stand on Galatians 3.13 and break that curse in Jesus' name and take action. Or this stuff keeps going till it runs its course. So that was the reality that God began to show me. Yeah, spiritual warfare is real, but, you know, I didn't know much about deliverance, but the demons know a lot. They've been around for thousands of years. And fast forward a few years later, I'd be back in the States, Don and Peter, and God would uh, have me launch Omega Man Radio with the goal to go out and find anybody that knew something about spiritual warfare and deliverance and bring them on the program. Of course, we do the full gospel here, preach the gospel, in addition to casting out devils, moving in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, healing ministry. But I really wanted to focus on spiritual warfare and deliverance. There wasn't much that I could find on it. There were some books out there. I never found one that really told you how to do it. How do you cast out a devil? One, two, three. You know, at least give us a mm. couple pointers. Mm. I, I had not there's seen it. Of, there's a lot of truth in what you just said, that's for sure. You know, Don <laughs> and Peter, I couldn't even tell you that I had seen it demonstrated. I heard it talked about. People talked about deliverances they had done, but I never experienced it for myself or even been able to sit in on a deliverance. But God would change all that when we were doing a program and we, we were just open lines for calls and someone called in for prayer. And the next thing you know, their demon manifested right there on the phone. And people would tell me at that time, you can't do deliverance over a phone. Don't you know you get kicked off the radio? You could get sued. They gave me every excuse for why you can't do deliverance over the phone or why it's not possible. How's it possible for you to cast a demon out over there? Folks, I saw it firsthand and then... I understood that the word of God is true. Let every man be a liar. It says where two or three are gathered, Jesus is in the midst. He's right here tonight with me in Bali, Indonesia. 
He's right there with Brother Don out in the west coast of America, with Brother Peter in the Gold Coast, Australia. You out there, wherever you're tuning in around the world, he's with us. He's omnipresent. And he says, in my name you shall cast out devils. He didn't say if it was only in person. You can, the authority of Jesus has no bounds and limits. Jesus cast out devils at a distance. He healed at a distance. And you and I can do the same thing, not because of power in us, but because of Jesus. He's everywhere. And his name is above every name. At the name of Jesus, everything's got to bow. Even the demons tuning in tonight, they're going to bow in Jesus' name. So I begin to have my eyes opened, make a long story longer, to the reality that, yes, we've got authority. Even over a demon to, calling in on a phone. Now, some would say, well, you shouldn't have done that. What are you, what are you happy to do? Just say, my brother will keep you in prayer and hang up on him? Heck no. We had a demon on the ropes. We're not called to... Uh, pray for them later. We're called to be instant in season. Pray right there. And that's what we yeah. did. That demon was tormenting this brother. We may never have had another opportunity again. If we had waited, we did what anybody would do, I would hope. Rendered first aid. And what we did is we went around one with this guy, prayed, cast that devil out in Jesus' name. He'll need more, I'm sure. And then we tried to get him over to a local ministry for some more help. But that's our job, to render first aid. And you know, my brothers, I said, wow, this is real. It was real when I got a phone call one time. And this guy, a friend of mine, fellow minister, says, man, I got a demon on the ropes. I need some backup. Well, it's good to have backup. We're, you know, One puts 1,000 to flight, two 10,000, right? You know, Where two or three are gathered, Jesus is in the midst. You got more power when you come in agreement. And yep. I, hear, I heard this woman screaming. She was in the Philippines, Don and Peter. Yep. I was in Costa Rica at the time. My friend was in New York City. This lady was full-on manifested. Wicked demon. It was cursing. It was nasty. There's some pretty nasty mouse demons out there. We came up against one called the Lust Frog from Hell. It was literally the nastiest thing. You should have seen this thing manifest on the camera. I mean, I even heard oh sounds like uh, a frog jumping off a lily pad. I'm not joking. <laughs> Tongue shooting out like it would catch a fly. I mean, it was wicked. Every other word was um, a curse word, but there's some nasty mouth demons out there. We had one on the ropes that day, and, you know, it was it was telling us what it was going to do. It said it was going to call the shots. Well, no, it didn't call the shots that day. We stood on <laughs> authority. Jesus says, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, loosed earth is loosed in heaven. We loosed the angels of God in Jesus' name to grab that demon on both sides, cut its wings off. It happened to be Citri that we were fighting that day. I looked it up quickly on the Internet. And I got a picture of what this demon was, a Goetian demon. And I didn't know it. I couldn't do that. It says, whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Yeah, you can set someone free. You can also send forth. In the name of Jesus, that request went up to heaven at the speed of light. God dispatched his warrior angels. They cut that wing off that wicked spirit. The thing screamed. A little bit more battle. It came out of her in the name of Jesus. We took that demon out of commission. I didn't just say, come out. We took it out. We didn't want to walk in the streets, jumping someone else. Tell them to go where nah. Jesus wants them to go. That's your safest bet. We sent this one, though, to Tartarus, the prison house of the yes. devils, where there's some bound up right now that kept not their first estate. The last mm -hmm. report I had, it's still down there. It's not a happy camper tonight. There's a, as Wynn Worley said, a retirement village growing in Tartarus but <laughs> for the demons. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't know anything man. about deliverance. I didn't know where to go. There was nobody teaching it. At that time, but you know what? God will train you on the job. The Holy Ghost will train you on the job. He's just looking for men and women to woman up and say, 
Here I am, Lord, use me. He'll use you with your imperfections and all. And as we begin to do these deliverance, I begin to see, in closing, and I'll throw it back to y'all, that as y'all said, the demons are very smart. They've been around pretty much for thousands of years, pretty much unhindered. Okay? You know, Jesus said, if I, by the finger of God, <coughs> cast out devils, the kingdom of God has come unto you. Well, when we come to the New Testament, the kingdom of God has come unto us. We don't see a lot of examples in the Old Testament of deliverances, but we know that they were encountering demons. But I will tell you about the New Testament time we're living in. The kingdom of God has come unto you every time you see a demon come out. We saw some come out here in Bali just a few days ago. And I was about ready to give up. But I did what you said. We picked a fight, Brother Peter, with that yep. devil. We didn't give up. And you know what? All of a sudden, it broke, and I started to see the head bob like a serpent. My wife, Rita, said, look, he's manifesting. And I said, thank you, Jesus. I was about ready to give up. Amen. We've been praying for a long time. Amen. Amen. I said, praise Amen. God. God, if you don't show up, nothing's going to happen. And he did. And that demon began to come out in puke, white liquid. Blood began to come out. Demons were coming out in the name of Jesus. Not any power I have, but Jesus working through us, through the delegated authority he's given us. What have you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Loose on earth is loosed in heaven. In my name you shall cast out devils. And we've heard firsthand testimonies of people who've been in churches, Don and Peter, where deliverance has not been happening. And the demons are caught off guard and they'll manifest and scream, how do you know this? Where did you come from? They said to one minister, because there's been no deliverance going on there. In some places, they've never seen deliverance break out. And if there's no deliverance, what's that mean? You've got a church full of people that are bound up and tied up. And uh, I say, God have mercy. For too long, the demons have been ruling the roost. And they've had a long time to observe mankind. They're smart. You know, some of these guys are super angels, like Lucifer. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they mean to keep you in bondage if they can, to keep you in the dark about who they are and how they operate. They don't want people training others on how to do deliverance. They don't want deliverance to break out into the mainstream. They don't want mm -hmm. people to be able to observe and listen to it so that they can learn. And then, you know, God will teach them from there. They wanted it to be a backroom ordeal. They want to keep it hidden. But God's going to expose it and bring, he's bringing it to the light even during this program tonight. And uh, yep. he wants to set you free, and he wants you to set others free in turn. It's not just for you and I to eat the children's bread. It's to give it to others as well because they need it tonight. And unless you and I go forth, some people are going to remain bound up. So 2,000 years, you know, is too long for people to be bound up. It's time to turn the tables on the enemy, pick a fight with the devil, and begin to take back the land. Forgive me for Amen. breaking out in a micro sermon, but at this time, I'm going to throw it back to y'all. We're live right now <laughs> with Peter Whippin and Don Jeffrey, fellow exorcist we, deliverance ministers. Now we stirred up the love. You know, we, we picked a love fight. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you know, we picked getting, a love you know, fight, you know. We, yeah, go ahead, Don. Sorry. Well, you know, getting, getting, back to, getting back to the Freemasonry, I, I wanted to share an experience I had with you was uh, – one thing I have noticed was even low-level Masons, just say, I believe they're the first degree, the ones that first enter Masonry. Yes. Where they, they take their vows and they pretend to get hit over the head and die, supposedly is, you know, one of their Masons, you know, from years back was uh, executed that way. And wow. what I've come to learn and what I've come to saw, and I've seen this 
in family lines was head injuries because someone was a free a low level Freemason. And what they're doing wow. when they're doing these vows is they're putting curses on themselves himself, and their right? family. They're they're putting curses on themselves and their family. And a lot of them, a lot of the family members end up dying of head injuries. Wow. Wow. Tigon's seen a lot in the in the in his job. And now he's seen it in the flesh. So uh now, when he does deliverance, he sees it in the, the spirit behind the flesh. So <laughs> he, he can tell, and uh, they can't put it over him. You know, he's, he's a super interrogator here. On, you know, uh, spirits, so I appreciate you know. that. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I actually, one of the last schools I, ha I went to before I retired was uh, interview and interrogation school, and that's helped me out a lot with dealing with these evil spirits. <laughs> you know, gentlemen, I'm glad <laughs> so you brought up. Maybe you can put some notes down on how to interrogate, because, you know, Ooh, big like skill that. there. You know, before y'all continue, I want y'all to hit on that word interrogate for a minute because you know what? A lot of people attack that word, but you know what? I say Jesus interrogated, didn't he, when he asked a man, what's he your did. name? Are you going to tell me the Son of God, who is God, didn't know what that guy's name was? Didn't know the, uh, excuse me, the name of the demons inside of him? Sure he did. But well, I'll, he, I'll call them up and bind them to the truth and, and tell them why. If they're giving me a hard time, I'll ask them, you tell me under oath to, oath to Yeshua is coming to flesh. How come you're not leaving? And they'll tell you. The Holy Spirit can force them. And if Jesus interrogated, the, the most basic form of an interrogation, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, is what's your name? You know, mm -hmm. um, other questions. Uh, how did you get in there? Who else is in there with you? How long you been there, mm -hmm. etc.? You know, questions that um, pertain to the task at hand, which is to root them out and get some of the big boys also. Jesus did it. Why can't we? And you know what? Of course we, we can we do, do it. Of course yeah. we can do it. You know, It works fine you know, for me. I do it all the time. Yeah, If you have a look at that passage, it says Jesus was, was commanding the spirits to come out, and they hadn't come out yet. So he... Was, uh, he was commanded them, and then they started speaking. So they didn't come out straight away, even with Jesus. Amen. Yeah, There's a passage that. where it says Amen. Paul, you know, was doing deliverance. It came out the same hour. It didn't say it came out the same instant. He was a experienced deliverance minister. We wrestle with these things. Mm. They're going to put up a fight. they got a lot to lose. Yeah. Maybe you, where they've been living for 40 years, tuning in. Mm. And they have... They've got roots. You know, they've rooted themselves in there. Yeah. They don't want to move I out. Had, I had one that was... Uh, I was trying to send back to the witch, and it manifested up and said, we can't go. And I, I said, I bind you to the truth in Jesus' name. You tell me why you can't go. And he actually told me how to send them back. He told me, he says, you've got you to bind, blind, deafen, and gag all the evil spirits in and around the outside of the person that I was trying to help. And also... Uh, all of the evil spirits that are attacking, watching, spying, as well as all the evil spirits that stand guard and report any attacks to the witch. And if, if and I did, I did exactly what he said, and sure enough, he left. And I do that every time now, and I have no problem with it. You know, the Holy Spirit is able to to force these demons to give up information that can assist the deliverance winning. worker in in winning. Amen. And look, another example. Jesus did a little bit of deliverance counseling. Some would say, well, if you, you don't have the, the gift of discernment of spirits and God hadn't told you 
beforehand what you're doing with you have no business doing deliverance. There's no biblical backing for that statement. I don't know <laughs> anybody walking no. in a full measure of the Holy Spirit yet. We're all works in progress. God didn't say you have to have arrived yet before he can use you. No way. Jesus was um, looking at a situation where there was a man who was crying out for help for his son who would be tossed around. I think he was breaking out in epileptic seizures and convulsions, rolling around, I think, in the fire and so forth, water, whatever. This thing was trying to destroy him. And he said, how long has this been going on? Now, you don't think that Jesus knew how long it had been going on? No, he was engaging in some dialogue, asking some questions, doing a little bit of deliverance counseling. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. You know, we mm -hmm. had a person come over here the other day, Don and Peter, um, mm -hmm. and they said we're having some issues. Well, I, I'm not a mind reader. Well, tell me what's going on with you. Well, mm. my, uh, my wife and I haven't been able to conceive. Really, tell me more. She's miscarried five times. She's went oh, to the shamans. Goodness. One of the shamans actually tried to fondle her. I found out that a lot of them do that over here. You go to their wow. shaman for help, and they'll try to have their, their way with you, and they'll even try to put a spell on you and try to seduce you. So don't go to a shaman, number wow. one. You get a curse, but number two, <laughs> they may try to jump your bones later, put you under a spell. <laughs> but back to the story, five times they'd miscarriage. I began to ask some basic questions, you know. How long has it been going on? And after some more dialogue, found out that they believed that they were under a curse from a cousin who disapproved of the marriage and had been against them. So you can ask questions. The Holy Spirit can cause those demons to, to reveal key information. You know, Don, yeah. I'm sure you had to make some arrests sometimes. That's the job of a police sure. officer, peace officer. And you keep the streets safe. That's, that's what... You're paid to do, and you do a great job at keeping it safe so the rest of us can go around and, and my, you well, know. I, well, I did that. I'm retired now. Thank God for that. <laughs> Amen, and I appreciate all those. I have a, a cousin who's a police officer, and I know the uh, that he has to put his life online every night. But my point is, let me get to, uh, I guess, the statement I'm going to make, which is I'm sure there were times that you had to make some arrest. okay, and um especially if you arrested a uh, someone who's selling drugs, you want to get him off the street, right? But you also right. want to find out where he's getting his supply from. You want to get some other information that can maybe help you bust the ring. So um, you have the powers of arrest, okay, to bind. That's what I believe binding is. We're arresting those demons. That's great. You, you bind that malefactor. You bring him in. You're going to question him, aren't you? You're going to ask him sure. some basic questions. What's your name? Mm. Um, who's your source? You know, you're going to interrogate him because your goal is to get to the root, isn't it? Right. And, you know, it, it's my choice on what type of charge I'm going to charge him with. It could be something minor or something large, depending on the information he gives me and if it's true. And that's, the same, and that's the same thing as sending somebody back to the witch or sending them to hell or even to Tartarus. Now, if you didn't uh, engage him in some conversation, you could have arrested him, okay, and turned him over to the judge. They would have tried him. And you got one guy off the street who's selling crack cocaine or this really bad stuff out here called flaca. I hear that stuff yeah. so bad that you eat that stuff. It's like bath salts. You might be eating on somebody's face the next, uh, the next hour. Mm. 
Like they had one guy, they caught him, he was eating someone's face, no joke. With Flacco. Yeah, I heard about that. And you may have gotten him off the street, okay? But someone else is going to come and replace him. You want to get the other guys that's working with him because demons don't work solo, do they? No, no and you can look in fact. Romans 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can look in Romans 1. The natural shows the unseen realm of God. Now, in war, if you've got a prisoner, you, you, are you going to interrogate him or are you just going to let him uh, be quiet? You're going to apply some pressure and you're going to get essential information that can help you win the war because we're in a war aren't we that's right absolutely now so yeah it's a trick of the devil to say you can't do that demons if they were allowed to and in many cases they are doing it because people are not serving the lord and they're outside the protection of jesus people being killed people being taken out in body bags driven to commit Mm -hmm. suicide being destroyed would that be a true statement Oh, absolutely. Did they cut those people any slack? Did those demons no. show no, them any kindness? You know, um, the meaning of Amalek is spiritless toiler. That's a heartless worker. So do you think you and I need to be polite to the demons, to show mercy to the demons? They didn't show them to my father, who was killed by Leviathan and taken out by a generational curse. When I realized that I was under it, it dawned on me, well, Unless I'm the originator, and that's couldn't be the case, because my brother's also mentioned here from the, the Lord's instruction. We got a curse to break me and my brother Damon. That means my father. Uh, he's also under it, and mm. it maybe even goes up further. He was actually a victim, third generation victim, and uh, he never got it broken in time. Took him out. Well, but that's right. You know. So, so the thing is, is that the thing is, is that. Um, <clears throat> the 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 legal rights for a outlaw are not respected anyway. So, um, say a family has a, a a curse, generational curse, and then someone gets saved. It doesn't mean it means the curse is broken, but the the actual correct uh, way of looking at it is is the pursuit is still happening. The uh, the outlaws are still coming. Oh, they're still in um, circulation. Don, Don, did any did any thief think he had a legal right to steal from a person's house? <laughs> actually, I've had a few that actually believe they did, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but they got they, they became a rude shock when they found out they didn't, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it. These spirits keep coming, thinking they've got the legal right, but they don't have it. But they're not going to stop until they're cast out. No. Until judgment's hitting them. They're they're spirits of lawlessness. They're out there, you know. Yeah. And our job is to arrest them. Yeah, say, for instance, you fix the legal right, it doesn't mean they're not going to still pursue. No, because at this this moment in time, uh, they still have free mobility, don't they, to come and go. They do. So when when we uh, it's an interesting thing here because it's important for people to understand something. God say to Joshua, "Don't think when you come in the land that it's because of your righteousness that I'm giving you the land. It's because of their unrighteousness 
I'm casting them out. So what we have to do is put on the righteousness that's not ours of Jesus so we're, so the judgment doesn't hit us. Then, God, because see, I believe the devil is using us as human shields. We're love shields. God loves mm -hmm. us and he's not letting the judgment come in our life because we'll eat the judgment like we're going to get hit. We're in the way. And we've got to get out of the way in the bunker to call in the airstrike. It's like um, God didn't drop the judgment on uh, Sodom and Gomorrah till Lot got out of the way. So, so it's when we sit inside Jesus' righteousness, yes, we have to turn to God. We have to repent from our sin and we have to sit down accepting the saviour as our saviour, we can now sit at the table on the right side of the table and then we can call in the judgment. The judgment now is going to come in full force and hit the evil spirits who have no protection from it. Right. It's and, and like, for, those, yeah. uh, for those listening... It's very simple to put judgment on an evil spirit. All you can do is say, I judge you in Jesus' name. Or I apply Psalm 149, verse 8 and 9 on you for judgment. Take your judgment now. Come up, pay for the blood. It's that simple. You loose it on them, right? It's the right. binding and loosening. I loose the judgment written against you to come on you. Amen now to that. We can, sure. prove from, we, can, we can prove from the scripture that, that God contains the judgment in a box and the devil's in there with him. And that's in the old Ark of the Covenant. In the Ark of the Covenant is Aaron's rod, and Aaron's rod contained the snakes. And it was locked away in a box with a lid on it. <laughs> you know, no one ever got healed touching the Ark of the Covenant. And that's a judgment mm. box. <clears throat> so the judgment is for Satan. God saying... Um, don't get caught in the same judgment. Because the yeah, judgment absolutely, absolutely is the, the cross, right? So, uh, Don, you know, you you get two partners in crime, right? And, mm -hmm. and, you're, and, you're, and you're interviewing them, and they're both blaming each other because yeah. they don't care they're friends anymore, right? Right. Uh, they want, one of them's <laughs> going to take the fall. Yeah, if they're ratting each other out, sure. Yeah. So because Satan entered Judas and was in Judas when Judas sold Jesus and when Judas kissed Jesus, you got a partners in crime, man and the devil being guilty for the crucifixion. Yep, absolutely. So S Satan, I believe, is trying to get as many men to die guilty for the crucifixion as possible, and that means his partner's going to pay, and he's not going to pay that part. Exactly. He's scapegoating it. Yeah, he's transferring. Uh, Shannon, this mm -hmm. is something we've been finding, that uh, by agreement you can actually receive the sin of others. Really? Yes. Uh, Jesus, uh, we can put our sin on Jesus, right? Yes. And 
And as he is in this world, so are we. And, and he received the sin of others by agreement, not my will, but your will. And this is how witchcraft works. It, it is a transfer of sin by agreement. Um, it's in Ezekiel chapter 13. It says, those die that should live and those live that should die. That is a transfer, a swapping of judgment. Now, Jesus, we can transfer our sin to Jesus and people can transfer our, their sin to us. How about that? It's mm. called scapegoating. Do, so, um, do witches do that to Christians? They do that. They do that. All the time. Um, they, All the time. They come after Christians because Christians have got the blessings. Sure, yeah. well, they'll, 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 they sin all the time just being a witch themselves, and they'll take all of that and throw it off on somebody else. They don't want to pay for that sin. What is the mechanism by which they do that? How are they able to uh, turn us into their scapegoat? Well, you know, witchcraft is very easy to do. It's spells. It's word of mouth. It's, it's wishing. It's, uh, it's carrying out a life that Satan would approve of, and then... Wishing, casting a spell, and a spell is nothing more than words. Power of word. You know the power offer of word. Acceptance. Is great. Exactly. It's done. It's done by offer and acceptance. Um, the the victim accepts some offer from the witch, which now gives a soul tie of offer. A, a, some connection of agreement. Uh, that you know, you shake hands with someone in agreement. You got a bond, right? Right. Businessmen shake hands all the time. So, and it's like setting it. It's a bond. Now, a witch might give you a gift, offer acceptance. Now there's a cord of bond. And down that cord of bond, the witch can transfer by magic her iniquity to you. And what happens with that is when a witch cursed, uh, casts a curse or a spell, a demon jumps right on that and rides right into your body. Yep. The curses come and are carried out by demons. All right. So we bind the assignment that the demons is using, and then we cast the demons out. The most powerful witches are fallen Israel. The, the um, Kabbalah. And... Uh, they're using the blessing of Abraham uh, in reverse, like Balaam. And I'll so tell you, what they're, they're doing, yeah. There is a <laughs> lot of witchcraft going on out there, and it's growing. Yep. The other ones that are powerful, they're all named in Psalm 83. And in the meaning of the names, you can see who they are, the children of Lot, <coughs> the... Um, uh, uh, Esau, um, uh, uh, Ishmael. See, Ishmael, Ishmael carries the blessing of Abraham, you know. So you, you start cursing Ishmael, you'll bring a curse on yourself. Mm. And witchcraft is running rampant. I, I'll tell you, I wish I had people come to me saying, I, I got a demon and I, I got a bad back. Just about everybody I get has curses on them from witchcraft. 
And it's mm. a lot harder to get that out than it is to just get out regular sin. It's a lot harder. Yeah, so, so there's more to it than just having a demon. Ezekiel chapter 13 is a good read. Um, you, you ever hear much teaching on, on uh, scapegoat, witchcraft, how to beat witchcraft? Not uh, at all. How to defend? No, I can't find any. I've been looking and there's stuff out there a little bit. Uh, Dr. Okanola, it's got a bit of stuff, but it, but um, no real teaching on the fundamentals of how you can receive the sin of others, or how it's to a fight bit it. Like little matter. Johnny doing how to fight it. It's a bit like little Johnny doing mum's ambition and not his. And you know, I want to uh, go back to the to the. Um, point we're making earlier as a as a police officer you were given arrest authorities given handcuffs you're backed right by the uh, the city that you work for with legal authority to go out there and clean up the streets and so you come up on on a thug you're going to bind him you're going to arrest him and take him in for judgment and correct if you don't do that, what's going to happen? That thing, that person, is going to continue to get out there and occupy and kill, steal, and destroy, given a chance, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and the uh, crime is going to get worse. And eventually, you're going to have more thugs. And eventually, one of those thugs may kill me. So you've got to cut. You've got to cut the snake off by its head. You know, the demon we don't cast out could be the very demon that takes us out. And if it's taken us out, yeah. it goes after your kids. Your spouse, whoever's still surviving you. And I know whole families that have been slaughtered. There's one guy left now, and all he's gotten left is a, is a dog. The rest of his family was killed off. He's the last one now. That's really the way the enemy wants to do it. He wants to kill you tonight, steal from you, and destroy. And we have been given the same authority as a police officer. We're the sheriffs, the police officers of the kingdom of God. We're called to be soldiers for the Lord, and our job is to destroy the enemy is to capture him, arrest him, binding him in Jesus' name, take him out of circulation, and execute the judgment of the Lord written. If we don't, those demons, okay, are going to continue to use their opportunity to kill, steal, and destroy. And do it, and some have been doing it for thousands of years, unhindered. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to take you out. The promise is if you don't do deliverance, you'll die with it. They'll become thorns in your eyes, pricks and thorns and all of that, right? And mm -hmm. God says, I'll do, do to you what you were supposed to do to them. God is not happy with people not doing deliverance. Now, if you want to get off the milk, the milk is God's love in action with no skill. But the meat, the meat. People who say they have the meat and don't do anything are not, it's not true. Because it says in uh, Hebrews about the meat, Hebrews 5.14, solid food is for the mature. The ones by constant use have trained the senses to signaling both good and evil. You are not eating the milk, uh, eating the meat unless you're doing it. That's exactly right. And if we're not doing mm -hmm. it, the demon's going to be doing it to us, folks. That's, That's right. right. 
We cannot take just a defensive mode. You know, as a police officer, you don't wait till someone, you don't just sit there and not take action. And then you wait till they have shot you first before you go into action. No, you've got to be, you've got to be going on the offensive, going out there and looking. Okay. Keeping your eyes open. Absolutely. One step ahead of them, right? That's what I'm looking ahead. for. You, you got to Peter, just like proactive. you said in the beginning, you got, you got to pick a fight. You got to go pick a fight. Find out what's there. You know, I, <laughs> I had a funny story, like not funny, but it's sort of funny. Um, this this girl invites me around to, to pray for her um, friend, a guy, I think boyfriend. And um, he, he uh, doesn't believe God can forgive him. So we have some talks about all of that. He's a Christian. And uh, I start to pray for him. Nothing happened. And he's looking at me. So then I start picking a fight. And I imagine I'm in a bar, right? With how I do it, I... Imagine I'm in a bar and I'm just gonna, I'm a bikey and I'm gonna pick, pick a fight, right? <laughs> so I start bullying, yeah, yeah, I start bullying the demons. What do you think you're doing? Hey, you, your time's up. We got your number. You're finished now. It's over. Who, did, who the hell you think you are, you demon? Hey, you come out of him. I'm gonna make you come out. Today's your day. It's over. Hey, we rebuke you. We rebuke you. You, 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 bow. And you look right in the eyes of the person, the window to the soul. And don't speak to the person, but rebuke the demon. Wow. All of a sudden, the guy goes, <laughs> like this. Yeah, you come out, you foul, wicked spirit. And the girl went, oh, my goodness, who am I sleeping with? <laughs> right? you know shannon getting back before to the uh, that thing that you mentioned about that that gentleman who, who only has his dog left you know i guarantee you if it attacked his whole family there's evil spirits in that dog i was cleansing a house once because they had lights coming on and off and everything else and when i went there i started i started cleansing the house and blessing it and every every time i started to pray pray it loud which is the only way you really should pray and uh the dogs were barking, and when I mentioned Jesus Christ's name, one of the dogs growled. Wow! I went through the whole. I went through the whole house. They had three dogs, and they were in cages in the front room, right next to each other. And I went through the whole house, and when I was done, I walked right into the dogs, and I pointed at them, and I said, "In the name of Jesus Christ, I command every evil spirit in these dogs to come out now and go to the pit of hell." And you want to know something? All three of them sat down at the same time and yawned. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I, I still couldn't believe it. It was like it was like I was watching something on TV. Was, I mean, exactly the same time. It, it was like they were trained. <laughs> you know, if the demon can't get into the person, next best thing is an animal. Well, that's what they were doing. They, 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 were, haunting a, they were haunting the house. They were, they were coming out at night, making mischief, then jumping back into the dogs during the day. And they were wow. they were probably they were probably waiting for sin, so they could jump into the inhabitants of the house. Whoa. They've got a big problem, demons. They need a body. And they yeah. do anything they can to get one. And they, uh, uh, you know, and the dogs are made of the dirt of the earth as well as the, everything else. So they can live in things uh, that are not humans. And uh, the scripture says that the nature even settles down after deliverance. You know, the, the, um, the animals settle down. 
And you know, mm-hmm. gentlemen, they will even go into the waters. I'm here in Bali, Indonesia. I've told the story before, but we are looking for a place to rent. And just about every place you go has been built by, in Bali, mainly Hindus. The mainland, it's Muslims primarily. But you do have a mixture here still. But most of the houses here built by Hindus are going to have um, an altar to one, one or more to their demon gods, like Rangda, the queen of the demons, and others. Mm-hmm. We found a house. It was great except for the fact there were two altars in the front yard. <laughs> now, someone said, well, just move in. I said, how am I going to move in? Every day I got to look at those demons out there, you know, share the land with them. I can't do that. I'd prefer to find a place with no altars, but sometimes you got to take the land back. It's been inhabited. You know, as the children of Israel had to go into the land, you know, there were giants there that had been living there. They had to tear some things down, I'm sure, cleanse the land. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't always move into a house and just get a wrecking ball and break it to the ground and start over. Uh, especially if it's a rental house. But came in here and I said, well, God, what do you want me to do? Stay in this hotel? We've been over here for 60 days living in a hotel room, living in a, out of a suitcase. I'm tired. I need to get moved into a place. I can't even cook over here. Food bill alone is more than the hotel room. So I said, God, if it be your will. Give me favor that we could remove those altars. But unless I can tear them down, I'm not going to move in there and compromise. So prayed about it, and I was pretty certain that the answer was going to be no because we asked the landlord next the question, and I didn't expect the response that she gave us. I said, you know, we would love to have the house. It's in the price range that I can afford, but I'm a Christian, and I can't live with those altars. And I said, mm-hmm. we'll move in if you could take him down. She came back with a response that blew my mind. She says, well, I bought the house as an investment, and I really need the money bad. I need to rent it out. I'm willing to take those altars down if you want to move in. I said, well, you got us. Where do we sign? And um, she said she would take care of it. That was fine for me. I figured they remove it. We'll come back in and cleanse it later before we move in. And... Um, we had a guy working over here in the house, doing a little bit of painting and some electrical work. He was spending the night over here in the home. And all of a sudden, we got a message come through on his phone with pictures. And she's got a procession going on here in the front yard. She's Hindu, so what they have to do is she said, because I've never prayed at this altar, I can tear it down or remove it. But had I prayed or offered any incense there even one time, I would not be allowed to remove it because now it's in my custody. The previous landlord put it up there. I haven't prayed. I can remove it. you got one option only to do it at that time. So she had no problems. She sends out a shaman. And these ladies come out in these beautiful, looks like a white wedding dress, carrying bags of flowers and some food. And they came out around midnight, around like the full moon. And they hired this shaman. They call him a pastor down here for some reason. <laughs> I said, whoa, really? Pastor? He wasn't any kind of pastor I know about. Well, maybe. And so he was filmed, and we got some of the photographs of it, doing the ceremony. And they take a sledgehammer, and they knock the stones off one at a time till they get to the bottom, and they smash them. And during the process, the demon entered into him. And it wow. spoke. And we asked him, what did it say? And it said, I don't have any problem, these people moving in here, but let me go back to the ocean if I got to go. It wanted to go back to the sea is the point I'm trying to make. Marine spirits are real too. 
I often wonder why those pigs committed suicide jumped off into the ocean. Well, of course, those demons probably driving them insane, you know, legion. But I think that those spirits wanted to get back to the water. I'll tell you one thing. The spirit that was here on this property or more, there were two of those altars, it wanted to get back to the ocean. And what they did, I think, is they took the rocks, and when they took them off the property, they threw them back in the ocean so the demon could go back to the sea. That was their plan. But we, we had an intervention planned. I don't think the demon made it back to the ocean because I loosed the angels of God to bind those demons and grab them as they came off the property and take them away to Tartarus. <laughs> In Jesus' name. And um, when I got here, there were just a couple crumbs on the ground out there. Pretty much it was all gone. And uh, we got rid of that and prayed over the land, anointed it with oil, broke the curse in Jesus' name, cleansed it. And now we've got an embassy for Jesus over here in occupied territory. I'm surrounded by demonic altars right out my window. All my neighbors, they have sacrifices going on there. These demons are real. They want to go into you. They want to go into your kids. They want to live in your house. Mm-hmm. They, want to, they want to uh, live in the, the dolls that maybe some of you collect. They want to live yeah. in, your, uh, in your animal. And if, you gotta, if they get cast out, they want to go to the water too. They're everywhere. And we've got to arrest these things or they're going to be in circulation, killing, stealing, and destroying. Let me give it back to you all. Peter, when you were in Fiji, didn't you uh, put some anointing oil in the uh, ocean out there? You heard some screaming or something? Um, I was doing baptisms in Fiji and um, we we anointed the water first and um, some people got the creeps you know they thought and then we found out later that was a blood sacrifice area whoa yeah so those people up in Fiji they know about the demons don't worry about that they love the beaches for some reason don't they I guess they love that water don't they well, the, the, the fallen angels mix with marine creatures, too. Mermaids? How do we know? The mermaid. Star sex, uh, coffee? Mix the human and the fish. <laughs> and and Nivena, Nivena is means fish, you know, and uh, that's why, you know, some people wear fish hats because the spirits in them love to look like a fish. Oh, like the Pope with the Dagon hat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and uh, they didn't just stop with uh, mixing angels with men. They they mixed uh, they mixed angels with fish, men, and everything. So so uh, the devil could get into flesh easier. You know, if he mixes fle- if he mixes the seed, the seed's got gaps in it that he can get in. You know, and uh, they that's would, what he was doing. They would like to get into your literal flesh, wouldn't they? Through a tattoo. Tell me about that tattoo story again. I love that one. <laughs> oh, the one where I was at the queue, um, at the queue, like at uh, Home Depot over here. It's not Home Depot, but it was like that. Yeah, and uh, he's got. Uh, I had nothing to do because it's a long queue. So, you know, I do. Uh, I do ambush evangelism uh, every day, and uh, <laughs> uh, part of my ambush evangelism is I speak to people who are stuck. They can't walk away. They're stuck. Uh, like when you buy something. Uh, I hold the money and then I give them the message and they have to wait till I've given them the message and they're working so they've got to be nice even though they feel like yelling and screaming at me. I give them the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> I call it ambush evangelism. I like that. Yeah. Were- they say, how are you today? And I say, good, I'm saved. Jesus saved me. And 
yeah, the cashier can't see anything. So this this guy in front of me had a tattoo, uh, uh, right on his back, a big angel thing, and he was wearing a shirt where you could sort of see it. And uh, I tapped him on the shoulder and said, "How much does that cost?" He said, "Oh, not much, because uh, my girlfriend done it." And I had a look at the girlfriend; she's covered in tattoos. And I said, "You get an extra passenger. You get something extra when you get them tattoos. Did you know?" And they said, "No." And I said. You want to know what it is? They said, yeah. And I said, you get an evil spirit, a demon going to live in you. At least one and probably a whole lot of them. Immediately, both of them put their hands on their bellies. (laughs) 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 The spirits in them started squirming. And I said, I think uh, you can feel those demons squirming around in your bellies, can't you? And it wasn't a word of knowledge. It was just perception. But they both looked at me with wide eyes. And uh, then he he turned to me and he said, "Will you shut up?" <laughs> and uh, the demon turned to you. They, that was a demon. They moved. Yeah, they moved. They moved cues to another queue. And uh, then I saw them in the car park when I was leaving, still holding their bellies. <laughs> 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 they said that their grandmother was a Christian and. She's been talking to them. So praise the Lord for the grandmother. It's probably her prayers. But uh, they got shown that they have demons, that's for sure. (laughs) So tattoos, you know, is an insult to the creator. Sorry. But he made you. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. You haven't got the right to tattoo your body. Sorry. You just don't have it. And I'm not apologizing for God. I'm apologizing for if you feel upset about that. But, you know, it's, yeah, God forgives it. But uh, a lot of people die unrepented from tattoos. And I saw this scenario. Person dies. They end up resurrected to the great right white throne judgment. And beside them appear two big demons. And the person recognizes them. Hey, you look exactly like my tattoos. And they say, yes, we own you. You're coming with us. Whoa, there's power in symbols, isn't there? Yeah, the, the, the person with their authority has given the authority for the devil to sign his name on them. Wow. Get out of, get out of that one. A demonic seal. Um, what do the witchcraft operators use? Those things called sigils? Is that how you pronounce them? Sigil? Yeah. S-I-G-I-L? It's like a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a tattoo. They put it anywhere. Tattoo. A circle. Now, if there's a, a witchcraft, there'll be a witch in the tattoo shop. If, you, if you're if a bit stiff, Solomon says you can be in the wrong place at the wrong time, time and chance. And that tattoo is a bloodletting. It's, a, it's, a, it's an agreement in blood, and it is a direct connection to be scapegoated. You're going to have a soul tie between you and that tattoo artist because there's going to be, I don't know of any bloodless tattoos, right? Right. And you paid money and it doesn't even matter if there's blood, but it's more powerful in the blood. Absolutely. There's been a blood sacrifice that has occurred, a blood contract. Mm. Okay. As the blood's coming out and now you're one with that. I believe that they're one with that tattoo artist. And Mm. if you're one with someone, you're also one with whoever they're connected to. Think about all the people they've tattooed. I mean, you're huge. It's a network. network. And what happens is is that they take your blessing 
if especially if they're a witch, like they're gonna go take take your blessing and give you their judgment. I believe that's how witches get sealed are healed. They put their stripes on you. Like by Jesus' stripes we're healed, and by their stripes, by your stripes, they're healed. They they, they make you sick with their sickness and it goes off them onto you. Doesn't the word say much. there's life in the blood? It's life in the blood. The blood the blood is not the life, the blood carries the life. So every time that needle goes in and out, it can be putting a demon in. Absolutely. We're told not to eat yeah. the blood. Why? Well, one belief I have is the life's in the blood. There's life in the blood, and there could be some demonic spirits occupying that as well. Um, and isn't it interesting also that when you have sexual intercourse mm -hmm. and a man shoots his load, there's blood mm -hmm. in the semen? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a transfer of blood. Mm. You become one flesh, it says. Mm. Soul ties. Soul tie. And there's life in the blood there, too. Yeah. Something's transmitted. And the, judgment, the judgment on the father is in the sperm. Wow. And the sperm goes in the egg, and the egg is one cell with the, with the judgment in it. And the baby's born from the multiplication of those cells, which means the judgment of the father is in every cell of the baby. Absolutely. Isn't it so if you curse, if you curse your father, you actually curse every cell of your own flesh. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're speaking death to yourself if you speak death to your father. That's why you won't live long. Honor your that's mother and your father that true. your days will be long on the earth? That's it. You're shooting because yourself the, their, in the leg. Their chemical essence and cells are in every cell of your body. God, have mercy. Uh, so You can't escape it. We're not trying to condemn anybody out there. Okay? Uh, no, back to the issue of the reality, tattoos. how it is. You may have some tattoos. We're just saying don't go getting any more. But... You know, maybe you've said some things also about your parents that were not wise. Okay, mm -hmm. so before we move on, gentlemen, what would you do if, let's say, you know, um, in your more rebellious state, you went out and got a bunch of tattoos? You know, if I had had my way, I was headed to get a, a green dragon. I was a martial arts fan. I wanted one of those, mm -hmm. like a Bruce Lee green dragon tattoo. I didn't even know what the, the dragon symbolized. There's power in symbols. Sure. Yep. I almost put it on my own arm. And uh, unless you get a laser tattoo, take it off, I mean, laser removal, it can be pretty hard. Does that mean you're going to hell? No, but uh, something's been put in motion that's got to be dealt with. There's it's things a contract. That, there's contracts made, folks. You hear mm -hmm. about the term bloodline curse. There's a contract that was so how made. Do you get out of, how do you get out of a contract? God Good. says if you do an oath, you're stuck with it, right? Hmm. That's right. So... There is a way, which is the good news. We are we are called kings. We have a right of contract. A king can decree a matter, <clears throat> and um, it's it's never overturned. You can look all through the scripture where people did oaths and they got stuck with them. But in Numbers chapter thirty, it says the father can disallow the vow of the wife. And Numbers thirty, write it down. Read that. 
the father is God, the wife is the church, right? Yes. Jesus and the church. So you have to, you can't just say, I break a contract. It won't work. I hear people say all the time, I break this curse, I break this curse. No, you can't. You can't, a contract, sorry, a vow. You can't break a vow. You're not allowed to. The wife can't break her own vow. It's impossible. But the husband, in the day he hears it, can overturn the vow of the wife, thank God. See, the prayer is, God, the Father, dear Lord Jesus, overturn the vows that are hurting me, please. I give them to you. Yeah, let's, let's say that prayer tonight. There's some people out there who have made some vows. Lead, people, lead us through a prayer on that again. I like that. Everybody out there who would like to pray it, pray it right now. Okay, Don knows how to do it. You do, you do it, Don. You take the honor. I'll pray it with you. Lead us in that okay. prayer. Uh, all right, Lord, we, uh, we gather here today, and we uh, we ask you to, we, we humbly repent the sins of getting our tattoo, which has led us to blood agreements, contracts, and soul ties, and any and all scapegoated sins. And this is a, a vow that we unknowingly take have taken, and we ask you to remove this vow and any and all curses and sins and sickness and any evil spirits that have been placed into us uh, f from this va unknowingly agreed vow that we have taken by getting the tattoo. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we beg and we pray. Amen. 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 And Amen. we can extend it further. We extend it also, dear Father God, to all the vows we've made in dreams in other contracts, uh, in commitments that are binding us, and also all other vows we've made that, been, that have been made over us when we've been under authority by others, like the vows of parents, the vows of teachers, the vows of people in the forces, all those things that have been put on us that we've agreed to, even the vows of us agreeing to witches unknowingly, we ask that they all, we give you all our vows, good and bad, and ask you to sift through them and overturn every single one that's not good for us. In the name of Jesus. Now, if you're Amen. just tuning in, we're live tonight. August 19th, 2016, I've got Minister Exorcist Deliverance Ministers Peter Whiffen and Don Jeffrey with us in the house tonight. And um, I want to take a short break. Go to a song and come back. Gentlemen, how are y'all doing for time tonight? I want to be um, be kind to you. Are, do you have any more time available for tonight's yeah, program? Don, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Would y'all like to maybe take a few phone calls out there? Yeah, that'd be good. Sure. Okay. Fine with me. Here's what we're going to do. We're just scratching the surface. We've got a lot to talk about. We can't do it in one program. I'm going to have these gentlemen back on. You count on. We're going to do a whole series. We've got a lot to talk about. Because it's time somebody starts talking about it. Because people are dying out there. And if we don't begin to, to talk about one-third of Jesus Christ's ministry, which is casting out devils, and begin not only talk about it, but begin to do it and train and equip, we're going to be casualties of war. And these demons are going to continue to do what they've been doing to you and I and countless others for eons, thousands of years. Some places there's been no deliverance in hundreds of years. In some place right now, there's no deliverance ministries to be found. And I say all the time, if you're in a place where they've got a deliverance church, you've got no excuse. 
heard one guy says, I sure wish there was a place around me. Well, found out there was one 30 minutes away. You're blessed. Get over there because there's some places there's no deliverance to be found. But that doesn't have to continue to be the case. We're going to open up the phone lines here in just a minute. If you want prayer, you've got a few more minutes that you can call in. If you get in the queue, we can still take your call even after it's, it gives me the alert. Call in right now at 323-784-9622. 323-784-9622. Press option one. If you're outside the USA, we can call and patch you in from anywhere. Just put your name and number in the um, the MixLR chat room, and we'll patch you in with Brother Peter and Brother Don for prayer. If you need deliverance, you need to have a prayer request, you need some healing for your body, call in right now. We'll pray in Jesus' name. So, gentlemen, before we take a, a song break so I can go down and get some coffee, um, and some people may need to take a bathroom break so their eyeballs don't float down the street, I want you all to <laughs> each give out your contact information. Tell people how they can reach you in your ministries, please. Go on, Don. Uh, well, my... Uh I have a web page. It's called theforgottenministry.org. It's simple as that. Theforgottenministry.org? Yes, that's it. I like that. Um, what part of the country are you located in, Don? I'm, uh, I'm just north of uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Well, praise God. That's a beautiful area out there. I love the desert region. Um, praise the Lord. And uh, are you also uh, on Facebook? Can they add you as a friend there? Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook also. 90 seconds. Praise God. Once again, that dial-in number is 323-784-9622. Press option one. Call in right now. Once a switchboard goes down, you won't be able to get in. Dial right now. Um, Peter, to you, tell, give your website out and give out contact information. You're located where? Um, I'm in Australia, and um, my uh, website is hiskingdomstable.com. And I'm on Facebook, just my name, Peter Whiffen, W-H-I-F-F for Facebook, I-N, and also at Hotmail, same name. Now, gentlemen, uh, I got nicknamed the Marathon Man <laughs> for the fact that sometimes we've been known, we were notorious for going five to seven hours even on one show, but look, I'm going to show you all both mercy tonight. <laughs> I, I promise not to hold you that long. But speaking of mercy, uh, it, it brought back uh, something that we're talking about earlier tonight, interrogating demons. Folks, you show mercy to a person. When you have compassion, you love them, and you make time for them to minister to them to get those devils out in Jesus' name. Pray for them, whatever they need at the time. We don't have to show any mercy to the demons, however. It's payback time for the demons. Our job, the honor, it says, to the, for the saints is to be able to execute the judgment of the Lord, to bind their uh, noblemen with fetters and their kings with chains or in reverse order. Bottom line is to arrest those devils, put them in the judgment of the Lord, cast them out, kick them out in Jesus' name. We're showing mercy to the person when we do deliverance because if you don't, if they don't get deliverance, that demon is going to kill, steal, and destroy. And many have died. 150,000 people, they say, die every day. I wonder how many of those died because there was no deliverance to be found. And God have God forbid, if the church does not stand up and begin to do what Jesus did, they're going to give an accounting. There comes a time where there's no excuse. You know, whatever excuse they're going to give is not going to work when they stand before God. Some of them are not going to make it 
to the judgment seat of Christ, they're going to be in the white, great white throne judgment because they disobeyed the Lord's command. Mark 16 is not an option, it's a command. Go in the world and preach ye the gospel, and there will be signs that will follow. In my name you shall cast out devils. If your church does not have the first sign that will follow them that believe, that's reason for me to think, is this the place God would have me to be? Now, maybe God has sent you there to birth the deliverance ministry. Give them some time. Talk to your pastor about it. Ask them why we're not doing deliverance. Why do we don't see any people being healed? Why there's no altar calls in here? And you know what? If you get pushed back, if they try to shut it down as some will, you may need to go somewhere else. Then again, maybe God would have you to put a fire under them that they will then begin to look at why they're not doing Mark 16 with no signs falling. But if we don't do it, we're in some serious trouble. There's going to be people out there that died and went out in a body bag because there was none to deliver. Don't let that be the case with you and I. Amen. We've got a job to do and we need to show love to people. Amen. That's the only way we're going to win them for Christ, show love. And so with that, I'm going to take a quick break. Gentlemen, we're going to be right back with more. We're here tonight, again, with uh, two seasoned deliverance ministers. we got Peter Whiffen and Don Jeffrey here taking your call. If you want prayer, we're standing by for you. I'm going to go to a song by Petra. You know, I like this particular album. It's really a spiritual warfare album. It's called, it's entitled, uh, This Means War. Uh, a great video. It's got some great lyrics. Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. if you have one and we will phone you and spread the word, spread the word. That Jesus Christ sets the captives free praise God everybody we took a little extended break there I got a cup of hot tea I'm actually cycling tea and coffee and a little bit of water well we got Don Jeffrey Peter Whiffen and we got you all coming up on the phone lines here in just a minute I want to welcome if you're here for the first time and yes we are streaming tonight on Facebook we've got that capability now so we've got uh, the audio pumping out there and um, praise the Lord. Good to be here with you all tonight, Peter and Don. Are you all ready to take your first phone call? I'm yeah. Upset. Let's do it. we got two calls in the queue. Let's do uh, 520 first. 520, welcome to the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Mike. Mike, welcome aboard. Where are you calling from? Yeah. 
from Tucson. I was on last night. All right. Or the other night. It was probably the other night. I don't remember from you from last night's evening, but uh, you called into the show before. Is that right? Yeah, I've called in a couple times. Okay. Well, praise the Lord, my brother. Are you are you on a are you on a speakerphone by chance or hands free mode? Yeah, speakerphone. Should I turn it off? Yeah, come off of that, and that'll allow us to hear you a little bit clearer. Okay. Okay, is that better? That is better. And uh, your name again is Mike. Mike, where are you calling from? Uh, you say Arizona? Yeah, Tucson, Arizona. Tucson. Well, praise the Lord. We got you on with Peter and Don. How can we be a service to you tonight? What's going on? Uh, well, I got a little, I got a little deliverance I need. I need to, uh, I was listening today to a thing on soul ties, and I think I've got quite a few of those bad soul ties, and also because uh, they're stopping a healing that I need that I need bad because I don't have any balance. I've got a chemical imbalance or something, and I don't have any balance. I can't walk right, and that's that's my main problem. That's the main things that I've got going on. Well, you're in the right place tonight. We're definitely going to pray for you. But as we're getting started, I'm going to uh, give the mic over to my brothers, uh, Peter and Don. I'm going to uh, give our call over to you. And uh, any questions for him? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, uh, Don, do you want to talk first? You can talk to uh, Mike. <clears throat> Hi, Mike from Australia. <laughs> Bless you. Hi, Mike. I'm Don from uh, Arizona. Also, uh, I know there's a Hi, lot of witchcraft Don. down in down in the Tucson area. I've, I've dealt with a lot from down there. Uh, your your problem yeah, is uh, you say you have soul ties and a chemical imbalance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I used to. Do you have, do you have any sin that you I used to uh, You used to dabble well, around with what? Actually, I've been. I used to dabble around with homosexuality, actually, and I was trying to be a Christian at the same time, but I that didn't work out too well. So I. I you been baptized, Mike? Yeah, I have. I've been baptized. I've I've been uh, practicing Christian for quite a few years. Oh, good. Praise the Lord. That's Praise of the Lord. Any unforgiveness? And also, also, yeah, and also I have another problem, see. I was in these mentions that we, it requires like a lifetime, lifetime commitment, commitment to them. You make it when it's like a vow. When you write it, you know, and I know that the Lord takes vows very seriously. Hmm. And that's what I did. And I'm not in that anymore. Okay. And um, 
Has you got any unforgiveness? Because that's that's the first place to go look. Um, and and uh, we can do oh, an unforgiveness no, type prayer. Okay. The way the way, um, the way I, I deal with unforgiveness is um, get people to pray that anything that the other people done to me is not held against them. Asking God not to hold anything against them. Let, like, let them off the hook. So we can start with that. Could you okay. pray that? We, we, everyone else can pray that? Yeah, I can pray that. So we could pray like this. Yeah. Just say, uh, say it in your own words, asking God not to hold against anyone who's hurt you anything. So you pray, we'll agree with you. Okay, Father. Father, I just ask you to not hold anything against anybody that I've done or they have done against me or I've done against them. In Jesus' name. Amen. We, we agree with you, Mike, on that yes, one. Amen. Amen. Now, the other one is honoring yes. the parents. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> honoring the parents. That's the next one. You say, Dear Father God, I honor my parents because you gave them to me. Dear Father God, I honor my parents because you gave them to me. And I thank you for them. I honor my mother. Thank you for my parents. Amen. Parents. Amen. Amen. So we can um we can sort of like do communion um but not yeah, we don't have to be eating and drinking anything, but we can do it in our prayer this way, that uh, we receive our part of the inheritance in the blood of Jesus and our part of the inheritance of the broken body of Jesus. So we can pray like this. Dear Father, we come to you. Dear Father, we come to you. And we, re we receive we receive our, our share of the inheritance in your blood. Our share of the inheritance in your blood. And our share of the inheritance in your broken body. And our share of the inheritance in your broken body. And we receive now our healing and deliverance. Now our healing and deliverance. Restoration. Restoration. And peace. And peace. I ask to be healed from my conditions in my body. I ask to be healed from my condition in my body. It's taking away my balance. Taking away my balance. And all other infirmities in my body. And all other infirmities in my body. Make me well. Make me well. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. I'll give it over to Don. Thank you. That clears the way. A bit. All right, Mike. Uh, all right, in, in regards to in regards to your sins, uh, we we could also do something with your sins. And you mentioned that you also had a well. You've already taken care of the vow, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> repeat after me, uh, dear Lord. Dear Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. I humbly repent for the sin of homosexuality. I humbly repent for the sin of homosexuality. And I also ask you to break and destroy any curses that were put on me from this. I ask you to break and destroy any curses. And I ask that you deliver me from any evil spirits of homosexuality. And any other sins that I am unaware of. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Amen to that. Thank you very much. We pray for you now because, because what happens now is that prepares the way, but we got to cast the giants out of the land. So now we're going to pray for you. Okay. So uh, okay. we, we pray now, Don, everyone in agreement. Yes. We yes. now say, whatever's causing the balance, come out. We rebuke you. You come out of him. Whatever came in from all the past life actions, come out. He's redeemed by the blood of the lamb that came in the flesh. He's redeemed. This body, his body belonged to Jesus Christ. He's not his own. He's bought with a price. Now you come out of him. We rebuke you. All the killers, stealers, and the destroyers, we rebuke you. You come out of him now. We call the kingdom of heaven to come and deliver our brother here. You come out of him. Up and out in the name of Jesus. You bow in the name of Jesus. We call for healing of the ear. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be released. The testimony of Jesus Christ to heal and deliver here. Now you come up and out of Mike now. Come up and out of him in the name of Jesus. Move. You move up and right out of him there. We break the curses of the belly. We break and rebuke every spirit coming on the curse, everything transferred to Mike, everything that's not his, come out. Come out. Come out. 
Come up and out of him now in the name of Jesus. Move. You go, Don. Come out of him now. Come out of him now in Jesus' mighty name. I buy you with the blood of Christ. I put the, fill you with the blood of Christ and put the fire of God on you. I fill you with the blood of Christ and I boil you in Jesus' name. Come out of him now. Come out of him now in Jesus' name. I ask Christ to give you ten times the pain and suffering that hell could ever bring you. And I ask him to remove that once you come out and, and go to the pit of hell in Jesus' name. Come out of him now and go. Come out of him now and go, you foul thing. Come out now. Loosen up. Be subject to judgment, what Don said. I apply Die, judgment you to Psalm 149, verse 8 and 9. Come out of him now fully in Jesus' name. Come out of him now fully. you got to come out. Now come out, what he said. We all stand in agreement. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Move. Come out of him now fully in Jesus' name. Lose every cell of his body. Come out and hold, you foul thing. Come out now and go to the pit of hell in Jesus' name. Come out of him now. I take the sword of the Spirit, and I cut and separate you out from him in Jesus' mighty name. Come out of him now. I bought you with the blood of Christ. You come out now and go to the pit of hell in Jesus' name. My ownership is up with you when you reach hell. You come out now and go in Jesus' mighty name. Come out of him now and go. Come out of him now and go in Jesus' name. Come out. Everything that came in with the tattoos, with any, any tattoos, any sins, anything came in, come out. Come out, come all out curses of, on him. Come out of there. Come out of him now. Bow to the name of Jesus. Come out of him now fully. I break all rights, assignments, affiliations, agreements, altars, attachments, anchors, bands, bewitchments, bloodshedding, casting, ceremonies, charms, claims, contracts, covenants, curses, generational curses, blood oath curses, death, destruction, deception, dedications, decrees, false religions, grips, hexes, vexes, hexagrams, holds, idols, infinities, Initiations, iniquities, invocations, infirmities, jinxes, all new age, magic, body, mind control, murder, oath, occult, packs, pentagrams, portals. Come out of them now, fully in Jesus' mighty name. Come out of them now. I bind your kingdoms to yourself. Come out of them now. Move. Name of Jesus. Come out How of you going, buddy? What's happening? Come out. What's happening? Oh, it feels better. I feel lighter. How's your ear? You know, lighter. You come up it's and out better. of his ear. It's better. We we to return all the witchcraft to the senders in the name of Jesus. We pray that the witches be saved. But anyone who's bewitched you, we cancel. We override those vows in the mighty name of Jesus. You can't stay there. He's redeemed. We ask, dear Father God, the angels be sent to help, to heal and deliver. In the name of Jesus. We command your body to behave. We command your body in the name of Jesus to restore. We say we're here to deliver. Now restore. Come out of his ears. Come out of his body. He shall have balance. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Come out of him now, fully, you foul thing. Up and out now, fully. Come out. You go back with the, the sword witch. to your belly, you demon. Yes. You die in the judgment. We feed you the milk of God's love. We bind every principality, power, rule, and authority here and feed them the milk. We order them all to be put to sleep as per Judges 4. In the name of Jesus. 
bow, we take the cross of the living God and execute the judgment of it through the head of the strong man here. Die, you dead man. You can't have him. Whoever came in when he was little, come out. Come out. Come out. All spirits who came in from the abuse of the faithful, come out. We ask his garment be healed. The colour come back in his life in the name of Jesus. We forgive him for putting his hand against himself, cursing himself, going around crying. All darkness come up into the light right now in the name of Jesus. Come up. Come out of him now fully in Jesus' name. Come, come out, out of him. Come out of him now fully. Let him be healed, man, all Father God. I command all yes, fragments of, of anyone's spirit or soul that is in Mike's to come out now. Come out now and go to the pit of hell in Jesus' name. You're forbidden mm -hmm. from filling up his soul or his spirit or his body. I buy you yeah, the blood we, of Christ with the fire of God on you. Come out now in Jesus' name. Yes, you demons, we sell you to the pit. Now come out. We order a banner put on you. Sold to the pit. Bow to the mighty name of Jesus. We call the cup of the wrath of the living God to be fed to all your enemies, Mike. Drink in the name of Jesus. Bow and drink. And now come up out of his chest, out from under his arms, out of his belly. In the name of Jesus. Come off his head. Come out of him now, pull in Jesus' out. name. Come out of him now. That's right. We pull out all the thorns in the name of Jesus. Come out of him. We give you the crown of thorns, you demons. You suffer the judgments. We whip you. We beat you. We destroy you in Jesus' name. We command you to be destroyed. Anything happening, Mike? Mike, anything talking yeah. to you in your mind? Feel, it, yeah. feel anything in your body? Well, Mike, are I, you yawning? I feel a lot different. Are, are you yawning, doing any yawning or anything? Yeah, yeah, well... Well, not really, but I've, you know, I feel, I feel like, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like something opened up inside of me, you know, and kind of left, you know, and Praise just God. dispelled. Well, Mike, you, Mike, you, you keep know? going. You, you have communion every day and receive your blessing as promised daily from God. Let all your problems be known while you have communion. That's the place where it's paid for. We call for a download of the grace of God for Mike now, for his daily needs. In Jesus' name. Amen. We declare the riches of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ, Mike's share, be given him. And we rebuke every spirit that's stealing from him, destroying him, and killing him. We command you to die for the death of Jesus Christ, you demons. You bow. And we ask the angels of the Lord to encamp around Mike, keep him safe. We ask that it be given to Mike to understand. We ask that it be given to Mike the power, the fire. Let the fire of the living God come on Mike so he can overcome in Jesus' name now. Amen. Burn, demons. Come on out, manifest Amen. and go in Jesus' name. I agree. Yeah, we you come out. Yeah. We place every demon that is operating in you in the judgment of the Lord Jesus Christ right now. Once again, I bind strong men. I agree with Peter and Don and the others praying for you. 
We bind every unclean spirit in chains dipped in the blood of Jesus. And unloose the angels of God to pull swords and go in at your lowest point, begin to attack those spirits some more. Angels of God in Jesus' name. Cut off their communication lines, spoil them, take their power, weapon, armor, and rank away in Jesus' name. Begin to attack, push them up and out of him in the name of Jesus. Mark, I want you, Mike, I want you to take a deep cough, brother. Let it go. That just helps get, get them moving. Yeah. Take a deep cough from your stomach. That means it's okay. Let the demons know. You don't want them. Come on out in the mighty name of Jesus. Loose them. He's agreeing. Come out. Demons, we're not talking to, you, to Mike. We're talking to you. We're attacking you from our position of authority. Seated with the Lord Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies. That puts us high above Satan. You might as well give up and quit right now. It's futile to resist. You're going to come out. You want to go to Tartarus? Come out of him. Come out in the mighty name of, of Jesus. Spirit of premature death and destruction manifest and come out in Jesus' name. Come out of what he said. Every curse put on you from the time you were in the womb until now, we break it and loose you from it right now in Jesus' name. That's right. We nail that ordinance to the cross. Now bow. Come out of him. Move. That deaf, dumb, mute spirit, come on out in Jesus' name. We rebuke that spirit of paralysis and loose his body in his speech. Come out of there in the name of Jesus. Come up and pay for the blood and take your judgment now, you foul thing. Come out of him now. Yeah. We execute the judgment of the blood of Jesus on you. Die, you demon. Come out. Yeah, you are. It's not going to be, uh-uh, it's going to be, I'm coming out in Jesus' name. I want to talk to Mike. Come Mike, out, Mike, say, Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Say, I renounce Satan. I renounce every demon operating against me. I renounce every demon operating against me. And I command you to come out of me now in Jesus' name. I command you to come out of me now in Jesus' name. I don't want you anymore. I don't want you anymore. All right, brother, just breathe. Come on out. Demons, he's already said he doesn't want you. You come out of there in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you right now, send the Holy Spirit to go in and illuminate where those demons are hiding. We loose angels of God to go to those areas and begin to hook them and pull them. Come out of there in Jesus' name. I'm asking you to, in agreement with Peter and Don, that you'd point your finger at what you want to come out tonight. We command those spirits to manifest and come out. In the name of Jesus, we break every demonic band, cord, fetter, chain, wire, hair. Loose you, Mike, in Jesus' name. Come on out of there. Break. Come out now. You come out of come him. out now in Jesus' name. Come out of his skin, you demon. Demon, we know you're there. You're going to come out. You can't resist. We have power and authority over you, don't we? We're the battle axes of the Lord. Jesus says, I give you power and authority to tread on serpents, scorpions over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall any wise harm listen, Mike. Listen, you demon. Manifest. What's your Not name, demon? Who's the strongman in Mike? Speak in Jesus' name. Who are you? We rebuke you in Jesus' name. You having a hard time in there? Demon, be weakened by the blood of Jesus. How do you like communion? That's it. Drink the milk. You like communion, demon? Do you like it when people take communion every day? Taste a bit of gold, you demon. Drink in the name of Jesus. Demon, what do you think about that verse that says even the demons are subject unto us? You're subject unto us, aren't you? 
Demon, look at the authority that we carry. In the name of Jesus, you have to come out, don't you? Even an eight-year-old child has authority over you in the name of Jesus, doesn't he? Yeah. You wanted to kill Mike, didn't you? You look up now and tell Christ why you're not leaving. You look up at Christ now and tell him why you're not leaving. Look up now. Look at Christ. You tell Christ yeah, now. Look. Look. look at the Lord Jesus, you demon. Angels of God, we loose you to knock these demons on their knees. Make them look at the Lord Jesus Christ. Put a sword under their chin. Make them look right into the eyes of Jesus. Look at him, demon. He's right there. Isn't that what the word says? Where two or three are gathered, Jesus is in the midst right there with Mike, Peter, Don, myself, those that are coming in agreement. Look at him. Where's he telling you to go? What's your judgment, demon? We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Say Jesus Christ is Lord and I'm coming out of Mike. Confess it, ye spirit. Every knee shall bow and tongue confess. Jesus Christ is Lord. This is your turn. You're going to come out of there. You don't have a legal right to stay, do you? What's your legal right, demon? Do you have one? How did you get into Mike? Speak up, you spirit. You'd like to kill him, wouldn't you? We burn you. You want to destroy Mike, don't you, demon? We cancel that assignment. He shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord Jesus. You're going to come out. Say, Jesus Christ is Lord. We're not talking to Mike. We're talking to you, demon. Speak up, you spirit. What's wrong? Are you one of the little ones? You're not allowed to speak, demon? You know, Peter, Don, I think this is one of the little ones. I don't think it has permission to speak. It might be Are just a numbered one. It's probably number a big number. Like Are you? Last Are you, in the queue. you just got a number demon. Is that all? Are you, Are you a child of a fool without a name? Can't talk, eh? We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Father God, I'm asking that you lose fire on this demon and burn it. We loose the hornets of heaven to sting this demon in Jesus' name. Father God, I'm asking you break its jaws and break its teeth, smash it. In the name of Jesus, angels of God, get around this demon, cut it off from the rest, and begin to attack. The one that Jesus wants out. Attack. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we stand in the gap. You said, he who sends you remit, yeah. remit it unto them. We remit the sins of Mike. Anything, God, that has allowed yes. this demon to have a, a foothold, either personal sin or ancestral, forgive that sin tonight, Father God. Pour out your goodness, mercy, and grace on our brother in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, we close the door to that demon. We break that bloodline curse and loose you, Mike, and command the demon to come out in Jesus' name. Mike, you take come out of him. Come out of him. Come out of him. Come take out of him. Take a cough, Mike. Take a spirit, and I stab and hook you. Pull you out of him now. I pull you out by your roots in Jesus' name. Die, you damn man. Mike, take a deep come cough. Let it go, bro. They come out the, the breathing passages many times. Just take a cough and let it go, my friend. Come up and come out of him. Loose him. Come on out. We pour the blood of Jesus He's right agreeing. down your throat. Come out. That's right. You drink the blood, you demons. Demon, you, you love the, the blood. blood. I, think, I think he's gone. I think he's gone, you guys. That one may be gone, but there's more. Keep coming out in Jesus' name. We rebuke you, demon, in Jesus' name. Come on out. Loose him. Keep, take another breath, brother. Just let it go. Go. The rest of you. <sighs> Breathe it out. Come out of him now. All the rest, come out. Move. The nest, the rest, right at the roots. We chop you. 
The nest come out. In the name of Jesus. Come out, up and out, all the nest. Loose them. Demon, the order's been given. You're going to obey and come out in Jesus' name. We forbid breeding. We forbid the nest. Let the burning fire of God burn the nest. Come out. Loose him. Let's go. We break all witchcraft mind control off you in Jesus' name. We break occult mind control, mind-binding spirits, spirit of arrested development. Come out of there in Jesus' name. Loose him. Loose his mind. We loose the angel of the Lord to attack octagon and squid spirits locked around your brain. Loose his mind right now. We speak to your mind. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Loose him. abuse. Come out. Come out, you bully. Come out of him now, you foul thing. Come out of him now. All rejection from your father, come out in the mighty name of Jesus. Orphan spirit, abandonment. Amen. Come out in the mighty name of Jesus. Come out, you deep wounds. Come out of him now, you foul thing. Up it out now, fully. Lose him now in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's go. All spirits now. of insecurity, inferiority, fear. Go, loose them, and loose the people tuning in now. This goes for every demon tuning in worldwide. We're talking to you. We yep, rebuke you and command everyone. you to go. In Jesus' name, loose them. In the name of Jesus. Come out of them now. How fully. you feeling now, Mike? What's happening? I feel much better now. Mike, just say thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Jesus Christ, you're my deliverer. I'm totally grateful. Jesus Christ, you're my deliverer. Brother, the enemy stole some things from you. God wants to give those back. We're giving demons about 10 seconds, and we're going to cage you up and put you in some torment. We're going to loose the angels of God to bring down cages. Amen. Go for it, my brothers. Let's just pray, Mike. You, you be blessed. We ask that the Lord God Almighty... Send you grace, fill you with love, joy, peace, fullness, self-control, all the wonderful things he has for you. We say in the name of Jesus, we release those things in agreement together, all of us, to fill everyone listening to the show and more with all the goodness of God. Be filled with the love of the living God. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be well in the name of Jesus. Let the power of the ages to come, let the devil has stolen, be paid back. Let there be new plans for you and a new hope for you. Let the fear be bound and all things be restored in Jesus' name for you. And let me praise you, Father God, for Mike. Amen. I agree. Demons, you come out now. You go into the cage. And the order will stand. Even after this program, the ones that the Lord Jesus yes. wants out, we order you to manifest and come out and go to where Jesus sent you. Go to the pit. Go to Tartarus. Go to the dungeon of the dragon in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't come back. We bind you to those that are under your command and command you all to come out as one. Go to where Jesus wants you to go. Brother Peter, would you like to marinate? Okay, we we have a situation in the book of Joshua where there were the cage of the shepherd, the kings, five kings were caged up. So that's our um, that's our um, precedent. So in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind every spiritual force of weakness here to be put in cages. 
Let the angels of heaven come with the cages and bind them and marinate them in fire, burning, judgment, the blood, the payback for the blood of Jesus. No rest for them day and night until they come out. We command the standing order that they come, be bound and come out of might. In the name of Jesus. I agree. And we loose angels of God to put those demons in individual cages. We forbid you demons to communicate with one another. Or torment Mike, all you can do is come out in the name of Jesus. Angels read the word of God to them from Genesis to Revelations day and night. Mm. Scourge them. Blow a shofar in their ear. And we also ask mm. God you'd send some angels that can sing. Oh, the blood of Jesus. And there's power in the blood over and over again. Over and over again, demon, until you come yes. out screaming. You can't take it anymore. And when you come out, you go to where Jesus is sending you. And you give back sevenfold right. what you've stolen. When the thief is caught, he must give back sevenfold. Give back to him everything you've stolen from him in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Angels, keep throwing the judgments of the Lord on them 24-7. No rest for the wicked. Move you, spirits. In Jesus' Amen. name. Praise you, We bless you, my brother. God bless you, Mike. Amen. Every prayer works. Right. We're live with Peter Whiffen and Don Jeffries. Let's go to 309 Area Code. 309, welcome tonight. You're on with Peter and Don. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing well. Uh, this is Teresa. Hello, Teresa. Um, I would like to... Hi. I'd like to um, ask if y'all pray about uh, tomorrow there's a dark moon, and I don't know much about it, but I, I know from what I understand, there will be increased occult activity and extra rituals in high places. So if we could come against that, um, I think it would be a good thing. Okay, that's intercession. So... That's praying against the witchcraft. Psalm 83. So we can do that, can't we, Don? Sure, absolutely. Absolutely, gentlemen, take it over. And as a matter of fact, I'm looking that up now. Uh, I believe that is, it's called the Midnight Host of Blood, Dismemberment, and Hands Removed from the Hand of Glory. Mm. That's a uh, satanic holiday. Wow. Yes. Let's, let's release the kingdom of heaven to destroy the protection of the witches yes. and for them to become victims of their own spells. And let's release an order that we forbid any witchcraft to prosper on this moon. So in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come before you, Father God. We ask the release of the kingdom of heaven to go and destroy the witchcraft from this night. We ask that their protections fail and that these witches, we pray, be saved. But we ask, Father God, that their witchcraft come back upon their own heads, like Psalm 83, and they be filled with it so that they know and they seek the name of the Lord. We hand them up to be bound, their works to be bound, and for judgment to come. 
We bless them in a way that they be saved eternally, but we order the destroying of their works. We bind all of their protection, their amulets, rings, jewelry, idols, altars, and all of their tools and weapons of their craft. We bind it all and make it useless in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And we also appeal the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and the ordinances to be blotted out of any and all sacrifices done. We buy that blood with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we remit that sin to the cross to take its power in Jesus' name. Amen. The Praise way God. I understand it, it's very rare. It will be visible about noon. Okay. So it's Praise very um, strange. <laughs> well, they got another thing coming. That that prayer just went out worldwide, internationally. So, Father God, we loose the judgments of God on every coven. We bind up every familiar spirit operating through a witchcraft operator. In every city represented by someone tuning in tonight, or will listen later in the name of Jesus, we bind those witchcraft powers. We break that power in Jesus' name. We place those covens in the judgment of the Lord Jesus Christ and loose the fire of God to hit those devils. And we yes. loose angels in Jesus' name to attack every coven. God, we ask that you would forgive the witches, pour out your goodness, yes. mercy, and grace on them, and save them. In the name of yes. Jesus, if possible, and we bind their strongmen, we bind the demons operating in and against them, command those demons to loose yes. those witches. Take the scales yes. off their eyes. They can make a decision for Jesus, to serve him or not. But God, if they will not yes. repent, I ask that you would move them out of the way. In the mighty name of Jesus, we command every demon inside those covens to begin to attack each other. We ask God you lose civil war into the covens. Mm. Have the demons begin to turn on each other and turn on the strong man. Strong man, attack yes. your demons to throw them out. In the name of Jesus, that's a direct order. Satan divided against Satan cannot stand. And Lord, I'm asking that you would do this tonight. And we plead the blood of yes. Jesus over Don, Peter, myself, everyone tuning in, the caller, Teresa, coming in agreement. We bind up and rebuke every spirit of backlash, retaliation, revenge, retribution, hindrance, or delay that would come against us. Let every curse in the name of Jesus boomerang in yeah, Jesus Christ's mighty name. We don't want it. Amen. We're live. And let the darkness come in the light. Let all their deeds be exposed and shouted from the rooftops. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we're going to take one more call and then we're, we're out of time tonight. But it just reminded me. Uh, is there something the Lord has showed you all about Psalms 83? Is that the one you were telling me about, Peter? Yeah. We may not it's have time. That... Can you give us a little bit of a taste of what you found in there that we can use against witchcraft? Yes. It's the it's for witchcraft and and uh, deliverance, and it's the psalm that it's saying about um, that, uh, people use it uh, for for attack against Israel, and it's, it is for that too, I'd say. It's also the, about the spiritual forces of wickedness ganging up and attacking people. It says they've made a, a confederacy against us and come to possess our houses. And um, uh, you heard me speak on the milk. Uh, it says to deal with them like uh, C. Sierra at, at the at the Brook Kidron, 
C Sierra means battle array, and uh, C Sierra, I believe, is the son of a witch, because in in Judges five, the mother sends out the daughters to find him, and she can't go. She's behind a lattice, so I think she's in another dimension. So um, uh, it says to deal with the witchcraft like C Sierra, and he was put to sleep with the milk. Uh, in other words, the love of God went out and put to sleep the enemies. Um, not this business is not about us, all about us. It's about us and spiritual wickedness working in others and all around the place. So as we pray in intercession, we can ask God's love to come into a situation. And Psalm 83 is a good read. Um, it's good with the meaning of the names because it says make them like a sacrificial victim and deprived of protection when you read the meanings of the names. So um, that gave extra colour, extra insight into um, what God's trying to say there. But I actually got this by direct revelation on beating witchcraft. I didn't even know the psalm and it was given to me. You know, Praise Peter and, and Don, I'm convinced that the word of God is embedded with weapons that we need to dig out and begin to use in the battle. Yes. The whole Old Testament or the whole Bible is about fighting spirits. You have to read it in the eye with the eyes of a soldier. Amen. Hello. Is this Brother Thomas? Yeah, but I, I don't have unlimited minutes. I, no. I got a call in on Google Voice. I need your call-in number. Put it in the chat. The switchboard is down. Can you give us five minutes? We could say a quick prayer for you. Um, yeah. Uh, you tell us what I, we got to work on. I don't have unlimited minutes on my cell phone. No problem. We'll limit it. But we'll do it. We'll on. do it. Let, let me tell you what it's for. Let me... Okay, I have my speaker phone on. I don't want okay. to have the cell phone close to me. These cell phones give off radiation. Okay, what I want to prepare for. Um, no, I'm not going crazy. The people research. There, I've, I've made lots of calls, and there's even people that are that are very close to the Lord Jesus, and they are also hearing elf waves. It's called Elf Waves EMF Frequencies, and they are messing with beast technology. Um, it's caused by it's caused by the grid and satellites. Best way I can explain. And I've been hearing it a lot of times. It happens in the wee hours of early morning. It's happening to another woman that knows the Lord Jesus. Happening to all walks of life, people that know Jesus, people that don't know Jesus, globally, and um, and I and it messes with your heart and your central nervous system. It can give a stroke. It can give a heart attack. Thomas Gamble had a stroke about a year ago. I believe they took him down because um, he was getting truth out and he heard about Jesus Christ. And Kathy Rubio, a friend of mine up in Minnesota, is she she she's been serving Jesus. She did a podcast on Blog Talk Radio, Brother Shannon, with somebody that you used to do a podcast with that knows the Lord. And Kathy Rubio was hearing the Elf waves, and um, 
and EMF frequencies. So that's what I wanted prayer for. Praise the Lord, eh? We can pray against it. Brother Thomas, what part of the country are you in? Are you out in New Mexico area, Arizona? Where are you at? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm in northeastern New Mexico, and even when I left where I'm at, when I drove down to Santa Fe, if you could hear me on my cell phone, um, when I went down to Santa Fe and I stayed overnight at Motel 6, I heard the elf waves down there, and I thought it was coming from a greenhouse out back of Motel 6, and no, it wasn't. What I'm using two electric fans to try to drown out the noise. I don't hear it now, but I, I have an electric fan going and um, to drown it out. I do have tinnitus in my left ear. Not, not many people hear the sounds. Um, some people can. More and more people are hearing it. And it can give a heart attack or a stroke. But I am I I am gonna speak against it. I am and I I do believe in Jesus. I do believe Jesus is God cometh in the flesh. Well and you know that's my hope. Well amen to that. Jesus is You know there's a lot of so noise there's a lot of noise pollution going on out there. In fact, um, you're seeing more and more antennas erected and they're becoming so numerous. That they're actually yeah, in Vegas. You know, you know about this, Janet. It's also caused by Gwen Towers and cell phone towers that give cancer and smart meters. I believe that's also causing these EMS frequencies. So with that, I'm going to shut up. You know, in Vegas, they're notorious for them. I would be going down the road when I lived there in the Summerlin area of Vegas for almost three years. And you'd look out and it would look like a tree. But then you get closer inspection, you realize, man, that's... Um, that's a metal pole, and they've camouflaged yeah. it with some fake, you know, like what you would see on a Christmas tree, you know, ornament. Uh, I even saw one. Them. I saw one down here in Bali, right there on the beach, and I looked up, and I said, that's <laughs> that's fake. That's a uh, antenna array. And, uh, of course, now you've got, um, you have some insidious ones out there. I think they're called um, uh, stingray arrays, where basically they'll overpower a, um, a cell phone tower. And then they hit your cell phone, they interrogate the phone, and they try to get you to update the software, but you're actually updating it with a virus on it, a backdoor that now allows an unnamed entity to be able to gain access to your phone. Um, the people that okay. are buying how, this... How do, how do they stop the... How do you stop... It? Can a person... Can you get... Can a person get prayer so they won't hear these frequencies... Is this is this really going on, or how how do they do this, Shannon? How do they cause these sounds? We could do a whole program on uh, invasion of your privacy, and maybe look at some steps to uh, prevent yourself from from being hacked by these towers. But that's a, that's a side program. But what you're describing here is you're being affected by sounds, hums, noises. You know, yeah, noise pollution. Yeah, EME, I know what it is. It's the EME, EMF frequencies. Kathy Rubio is hearing it. And what it does, it causes insomnia. And, it, it, and a lot of times it happens in the wee, hour, wee hours of the morning, three-ish in the morning, for not just me, a lot of people. And 
and you could be like sleeping, and then all of a sudden your heart is racing like you, like you've been running, running hard, and you're not running, and your heart is just racing, and it, and I, it, it they got me down on the floor here several weeks back, and I was um, I, I couldn't breathe. It sounded like I, like they were heating me up with something like some microwave weapon. And I believe, in fact, I did a I did a little research, and some guy that was on a, a different blog talk radio thing actually took it to court. It was a rare court case, and the guy won and found out somebody was actually targeting him with I don't know what, but um, it, it made it to Wired magazine, and and I I started hearing the frequencies back in January of this year, first time I ever heard it. I thought I thought Keith Campsafer on Pal Talk voice chat was a nutcase. I kind of laughed when I heard him saying that he was hearing it, and and he believes in Jesus Christ. And um, and so I'm and then Kathy Rubio. I called her up in Minnesota. I did podcast with her on on MixLR and TalkShoot, and she's hearing it. She told me she said she said Blue Raven. She said Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Are you still there, Thomas? We uh, just ran out of time on Blog Talk. Let's see, Thomas, you should still be there. I brought you an independent. Can you hear me? No, Thomas has dropped. Uh, you know what we're gonna have to do? We're just gonna have to pray proxy for him. Well, we got the prayer request. You know that technology does exist. And, um, you know, I'm concerned with all the things that are being pumped through the airwaves. Some of it, I guess, is, is, um, is you know, just, just part of communications world we live in. But there's some stuff that can be used for nefarious purposes. Clearly, well, Shannon, there, uh, there, there's also things called uh, radionics, psionics, and QXI machines, which people use to curse other people and in, in, in send harassment through as well. It can be done. There's technology to actually do that. I knew of a guy in Costa Rica 10 years back. It's terrible what they did. Found out that he had a, he basically jerry-rigged a microwave mm-hmm. to open up that door. And he had a way to um, enhance the radiation that was coming out of it and direct it as an energy weapon against his neighbor. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I don't know how far that thing can go. But that's what at least was claimed. You know, there's some, uh, there are some nefarious technologies out there. I mean, I've seen some of them on YouTube for crowd control. You know, where they can point that um, energy weapon at someone and begins to heat up their body. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Cause nausea. Yeah, these things are there. There's patents for these things. They can actually transmit a voice into your your mind with a machine they've got one that hits you with like a, a beam and you begin to hear voices you think you're going insane they tested some of this out during the gulf war and that was 20 years back yeah well like i said there's psionic machines out there also which you could build for no less than no more than 10 bucks which could oh it's it's like an electronic curse you're putting on someone do these things exist absolutely there's a the technology out there um, at the same time, you can go overboard, and some people become paranoid, thinking they're be, you know, being hit from every different direction. There comes a time where we've got to enter into the rest of the Lord. There's only so much you can do. You know, in the natural, 
And we've got to begin to stand in the authority of the Lord and begin to fight back against these things. Uh, but we do need to take action. What, what action would you recommend for Brother Thomas to take here, based on what he said? Based on what he said, the, the only thing that, that I've come to the conclusion, and I've been dealing with this for some time with an individual, and uh, the only way to fight it back is through spiritual prayer, spiritual warfare. Uh, the frequencies are bringing in demons, cast the demons out, and prayer. And of course, behind someone that would uh, do something wicked like that is going to be a demon. That would get them to... Well, it would, be, it, it would be a witch sending demons through the frequencies. So definitely we can bind those demons and the person that's using some kind of device to attack another person, right? Sure. Instead of using the word curse, you're using the word frequency instead. And the curse, when a witch sends it to someone, a demon jumps on it and rides into the body, but they're doing it with the frequencies. You know, witches are going to attack, right? Yeah. What it does is it gets the person... It gets the person into a mode of feeling helpless, that there's nothing can be done. Okay. And and fear, because uh, because you know uh, how does prayer stop that sort of thing? And uh, so with man it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. So the uh, the harassment builds up fear. And then the door opens for for spirits to uh, to enter. Uh, the harassment in itself, uh, we know that with, uh, things can be done with radio waves. You know, Nicholas Tulsa did a lot of things. Oh yeah. So, and uh, it's all hasn't been uh, discovered, but there are ancient technologies and electronics, and nothing new under the sun. So. The fear is the first thing to conquer. Now, we were talking about this. The, the, uh, Joshua's uh, spies, the spies came back uh, with a report that there was giants. And, and you know, uh, their report was real. This is what we were talking about, just talking about it. And um, there were real giants there. And they were grasshoppers in their sight. They brought back the grapes, and what they said was true. Yet God called it an evil report, but it was actually true that there was giants there. And I'm thinking, why is it an evil report? And the thing is, God made the universe. He's bigger than the giants. And the way of the kingdom is different than the way of the world. And Joshua said God had promised something to them, and God was able to deliver the promise. So just as this is the giant in people's lives, they're being hit by this thing, and it's a giant in their life. It's really tormenting them. But God is bigger. He makes the universe and the radio waves travel in his universe. So the first thing to do is to get fear into perspective. And the way to fight fear is to run to the promises of God that are the love of God. Amen, because the enemy wants you and I to think the situation is hopeless. And some people are there today. They just gave up. They give up on life and quit. Yeah. They want The enemy wants to hit you so hard that you just cry uncle and surrender. We can't afford to do that. It's funny. Me and Peter spoke about this like four days ago for like a good hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. You know, the good news and, tonight. And, 
Is, is Jesus Christ said he'll never leave and forsake you. So that's a lie that you're alone and that it's hopeless. Let me give it back to you, gentlemen. Yeah, so you got to just watch out for the door openers, you know. Um, it can be electronics, yeah, and they're real. And no one's saying they're not real. The, the thing sensations people are getting are real. But with man it's impossible and with God all things are possible. And we have the power to bind and loose and to fight. So the, the fight is in, it starts with realizing that God loves us and perfect love casts out fear. So we, we go for the promises and the love of God first and take our eyes off the fear, you know, like we're talking the lesson of Jesus when Peter walked on the water. Uh, Peter looked at the waves and the waves were real. They were scary. And these sorts of things are scary, you know. But um, the way and the lesson Jesus was talking was, look at me. I am love in the flesh. I love you. I've been sent to you. I am God in the flesh. I love you. There's a problem. I've come to fix the problem. And the God who made the universe will fix that problem. And that's the answer, I think. <laughs> Amen. Binding and loosing Amen. are powerful weapons. The blood of Jesus is a powerful weapon. And the yes. enemy doesn't want you and I to know about these. Because that allows no. him to keep doing what he's doing. I've always said if one man... the airwaves, you know, when he, when he died on the cross, he bankrupted the whole creation. No one can pay back for his bloodline, which is his family bloodline, the extincting of a species. No one can pay that. It bankrupted the whole known universe, the cosmos, the earth included. So the airwaves have belonged to Jesus too. <laughs> Amen. 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 Gentlemen, Amen. before we close tonight, what do you say to a little bit of mini mass deliverance for everybody tuning in, including Brother Thomas who called in, and we can also hit some of these spirits that are working through psionics. Would you all like to do a little mini mass deliverance out there to close off the program? Sounds great. Yeah, go for it, Dom. You, you, take, uh, you do that. I'll, I'll be here in agreement. And uh, just uh, let everyone be blessed. Right. Okay. Lord, we... We, we are here together, three of us, and uh, as you, as you, in your own word, you always said that you will be with us, and we, we ask you to bind up the power over your air, over all of our residents, our roofs, and bind up the hordes of hell that send confusion through these frequencies, through the air. And we ask you to send us warring angels to war with us and surround us and protect us with their shields of faith including angels to surround our loved ones and all of our property in Jesus' name. We bind Satan with a threefold cord and break all communication between the inside and the outside of us with evil spirits. And we ask, we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, to protect us from all evil, including that of psionics, radionics, stinger rays, and all frequencies that are evil to us. And we ask that your warring angels dominate the airwaves and prevent them from ever harming us. In Jesus' mighty mm. name we pray. Yes. Praise you, God, yes. 
And we hereby now bind and command every evil, wicked spirit in all the people listening and who listen on the podcast and the downcast and the recording to come out. You leave the people now. We hereby hand you the judgment of the blood and body of Jesus. You die. Jesus was forced to lose his body. He had to leave. You leave. You reap. You reap. We cast you to judgment now in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God who came in the flesh. Everybody's redeemed by the blood of the Lamb who came in the flesh. It's his blood you must pay for. We demand hereby payment. We call you to account. Bow and come out of the people now in Jesus' name. Let's go. Amen. Begin to come out. Every spirit that the Lord Jesus wants out tonight, we command you to begin to manifest in people tuning in and come out and go to where Jesus is sending you. Once again, I agree with the brothers. We bind your strong men, those people tuning in right now. We bind in the name of Jesus every demon operating in or against you. And we loose angels in Jesus' name to pull swords. Go out to where you're at. Angels go in at their lowest point. Put the sword up into the stomach of the demon and begin to attack and thrust forward and up and out. Come out of them, demon, in the name of Jesus. We break your power. Amen. We agree. We break all witchcraft spirits off you right now. We bind all witchcraft occult powers. Tuning in. In the name of Jesus, we loose the judgments of God on every demon right now. In Jesus' name. Father God, I'm asking you to point your finger at each person tuning in at the spirits you want out tonight. We command you to come on out. Let's go. Move. Out, out, out. Move. Jesus' name. Come out. Witchcraft. Come out of them now. Come out of them now. Come out of every one of them now in Jesus' mighty name. Come out of them now fully. Be destroyed. You come out. You're not available here. Everyone's redeemed. Now come out of the people now. Up and out of them now. Everybody's agreed. The kingdom of heaven destroy you all. We summon you all to the table of the living God to drink your judgments. Now drink. Come on, demon. By Psalm 149, verse 8 and 9 on you for judgment in Jesus' name. And we buy you all with the blood of Christ in Jesus' mighty name. You come up, take your judgment, and pay for the blood. Pay up. Now come out. Demon, that's a direct order. You have to obey. We're seated in the highest of the heavenlies with the Lord Jesus Christ. You must come out right now. All premature death and destruction go in Jesus' name. Witchcraft, come out right now. Every spirit that came in through necromancy, divination, Ouija board, go in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm. All transfers of sin, go back to the senders. Witchcraft, come out. Scapegoating, come out. Everything given that's not theirs, transferred from others, go out in the name of Jesus. We bind a strong man. Yes. We we bind a strong man and we... We buy all the strongholds and iniquities in Jesus' mighty name that you put into these individuals. Come out now in Jesus' name. You put the fire yes. of God on them. Come out now and go. Angels of God continue to attack. Attack every demon in the name of Jesus. What have we loosed earth is loosed in heaven. Father God, loose a battalion of warrior angels to each person but begin to attack those demons in Jesus' name. Come on out right now. All spirits of depression, loose the people and come out in Jesus' name. All spirits of fear, Torment. Yes. Go in the mighty name of Jesus. We come again against insecurity and inferiority. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Manifest and come on yes. out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Come out of them. 
Let's go. Come all out of death. them all now, in Jesus' name. Come out of them all now. We buy all failure, lust with the blood of Christ in Jesus' mighty name. All evil spirits of failure, lust. Come out of them now. Come out of all of That's them right. now, in Jesus' name. That's move, right. Move, move. Every succubus and incubus demon, we bind you in Jesus' name. Command you to come out right now and go to where Jesus is sending you. Move. Every spirit of perversion, lust, burning lust, we break your power. Come out in Jesus' name. All sexual confusion. We command all homosexual spirits. Spirits yes. of lesbianism, go in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Spirits of error. Come out, spirits come out. of error. Another Jesus, another spirit. Come out. Everything transferred of error. Come out. Up and out of everyone. Now, the nests come out. Come out. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come out now. Come out, of come out in Jesus' name. Come out now. I bind all false religions, false Christ. Come out now yes. in Jesus' mighty name. Come out now. Come out. Kundalini, come out. All seeing eye, come out. Yoga, come out. Witchcraft, come out. Rebellion, come out. Come out. We bind Hecate, Sawway. We bind the goddess in the name of Jesus. We bind the queen of heaven. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Command you to loose him and come out right now. Every spirit Jesus yes. wants out of you. Once again, burning lust, spirits that would cause you to masturbate. Spirits that came in through internet porn. We rebuke you. Now go in the mighty name of Jesus. Come up and out. Come out Demon. now in Jesus' name. Demon, we got power and authority over you. We're talking to you, you foul, wicked spirit. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Place you in the judgment of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come out and release them right now in Jesus' name. Come out the of fire him. of God on all destruction, deception, death. Come out now in Jesus' mighty name. Come out now in Jesus' name. Yes, we agree. Move. Bow to the mighty name of Jesus. you got to bow and you got to come out. We hereby call you to judgment for the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. You learn the wisdom of God. Now everybody bow and come out of the people now. We hold Satan to account. We command him to bow. We command the principalities to bow, the rulers to bow, the wickedness to bow. Everyone bow. We feed you with judgment, the judgment written against you. The angels go and give you your judgments now. Now you come out. You leave these bodies. They're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb who came in the flesh. Now come up and out of the people now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Loose Let's go. Every spirit Jesus wants out. We're talking to you. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Move right now. Loose in Jesus' name. Every spirit that came in through the eye gate, ear gate, spirits that came in through fornication, adultery, we bind you and rebuke and command you to come out right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go move. Come out. We agree. We take the power come and protection out. away from all evil spirits in Jesus' name. Come out now and go. I take the sword of the spirit and I cut you loose from the individuals in Jesus' name. They belong to Christ, not you. You come out now. I agree. We bind every guardian spirit, every shield demon. We rebuke and break you away to expose the strong man in the name of Jesus. Guardian, come out. Move. In the name of Jesus. Father God, I'm asking that you would lose civil war into the camp of the demons. Have the demons begin to attack each other. Spin their heads around like tops, God. Loose the fear of the Lord on the camp of these demons. In the name of Jesus, we command you demons to begin to bite each other and come out right now. Gnash with your teeth. What have you got to do? 
attack each other. Come out right now. Loose the people and go to where Jesus is sending you. You're going to move. Come we out. We agree. We agree. Move. Demon, you have move to obey the command. The We've got power and authority of you, Jesus says, in my name. I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. We rebuke every devil tuning in. We bind the prince and power of the air. Every ruler of darkness in high places, we bind you in Jesus' name. Every dragon spirit, come on out right now. We bind pride, big pride, little pride, ugly pride, stiff-necked pride, wicked heart of unbelief. Go in the mighty name of Jesus. Come out, move. What he said. Up and out now. Fully in Jesus' name. We all agree. We're all in agreement. Come out now. We have Christ right. with us. You come out now. The spirit lodged in the throat. Make yourself small and come out in Jesus' name. We rebuke that demon lodged in your penis or vagina, in your throat, in your body part, cold around the spine. We rebuke you. Come out of there in the mighty name of Jesus. Every spirit of infirmity, sickness, premature death and destruction. Once again, go in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak to your body and we curse that cancer to the root. We command it to all rebellious cell growth. In rebellion, come out of there right now. In Jesus' name, we speak Come to your in. body. Be healed and made whole in Jesus' name. Amen to that. Amen. Come out of her now. Come out of them now, fully. Come out of all of them now, fully in Jesus' mighty name. Come out of all the listeners now in Jesus' name. Come out now. We call the kingdom to come. We agree. Bow to the kingdom of God, the name of Jesus. Bow, 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 bow. Now up and out of them. Out of everyone in the name of Jesus right now. You know, I think that those demons are a little bit thirsty. They need some milk. Mm. <laughs> Let them drink. <laughs> we call the milk. Let's stir up the milk into butter. She also fed uh, him butter from a royal dish. Stirred up love. Stirred up milk turns into butter. So we say, dear Father God, we love you and we praise you and we love you and we praise you for all the people listening. And we say, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, feed their enemies the butter and the honey from the rock. That's why it's called the land of milk and honey. The butter that Jesus ate, the butter and honey from the rock. We order the spiritual insight into the truth to be fed to everyone. We order the love of God to come. We put an order in for it. For the love of God to come in the grace and the mercy and the truth of our loving Father God. We say by faith in the love of God, the faith in the blood of the Lord Jesus that is the love of God flowing, that every spiritual force of wickedness on the people listening today and in the future be put to sleep, receive its judgment, and come out of their life, come out of them. In Jesus' mighty name. Move. We loose the sword of the Lord to break and cut every demonic band, cord, fetter, chain, wire, hair around you. We break that yoke in the mighty name of Jesus. We loose you from it right now. Every spirit Jesus wants to come out. Manifest and come out. Look at the Lord Jesus and go to where he's telling you to go. Move right yes. now. Bow, come out of him now, up and out, the nest and all, everybody out. Jesus' is name. We agree. And Father, if there's someone out there that's got a sin that is keeping them from being delivered, we stand in the gap and remit their sin right now. Forgive them of their sin, mm. Father God. Pour out your goodness, mm. mercy, and grace on them. If they don't know you tonight, draw them to you. We loosen to them a spirit of adoption and salvation in Jesus' name. We command that str strong man to be bound, and we command you demons to loose their mind and will right now. Come out of them, Lord. 
in the name of Jesus. We close the door that you opened up through that sin. Forgive the sin, Father God. We break the curse and bind the demon in the name of Jesus. Command you to come out. Loose them. Come yeah. out of there. We agree. Come out. In the name of Jesus. We praise you, God, for them. Come out of them. Come out in the name of Jesus. You must bow to the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Son of God came in the flesh. You must depart these bodies. They are redeemed. They're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb that came in the flesh. They're loved. They're loved by the living God. They are not their own. They're bought with a price. You cannot stay there. This is not your house. Now come out of them. Every spirit that... Take your hooks dipped in the blood of Christ. Hook them and pull them out by their intestines in Jesus' name. Pull them out now in Jesus' name. I um, agree. Yes, come out. Every spirit that right. keeps you awake at night, we bind you and rebuke and command you to come out in Jesus' name. We bind spirit husband, spirit wife. We bind every spirit of perversion. We bind insanity in the name of Jesus. We rebuke and command you to go tonight. In the name of Jesus, we forbid you to torment them anymore in the dreams. Come on out in Jesus' name. We command every human witch and witchcraft spirit lodged in you to be bound and come out right now. Loose them. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. Demons, you, you've got about 60 seconds and we're going to cage you up. I'd suggest you get out of there. The order is going to stand. You will come out. I'm asking God, the ones that are stubborn, these demons, that you would send them to the the lowest place in hell for torment, like the dungeon of the dragon. Drop them into Tartarus. Let them have a vacation their, down there. Make their judgment severe, right? Make their judgment sevenfold what they were going to have. Oh, yes. Rewrite their ordinances. Make them... Make their associates share in their judgments. Make all their associates be judged and let them know. Make them popular. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I agree. Make it worse for them. I agree. Brother Peter, you want to marinate? Yeah, I'll marinate. Amen. We marinate every demon. You come out now. In the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out. You come out. You heard the command. You're going to come out or go into a cage until you Come do. out. Yes. You be bound. You be caged. In the name of Jesus. All you can do is come out and you go to where Jesus sends you. Until then, we fill that cage up with the blood of Jesus. We loose angels to put the sword in there and stab that devil, to break its legs, to beat it with a, oh yeah, beat it with a, um, a cat of nine tails. We put a crown of thorns on every demon's head. You feel, feel it now. In the name of Jesus. Angels, yes. read the word of God to it. Let them suffer the things that Jesus suffered. The crown, let their beards be pulled out. Let them drink the bitter gall. Let them lose their garments. Let them be nailed with the nails of the cross. Let them be weighed down stripes. with the burden of the cross. Yes, 39 stripes. Let them be striped and be striped continually till they come out. 39 stripes is too good for these demons. Put another 100 on that. Every day. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Multiply it. The demons their, get sleepy. Let their associates have all the stripes too because they even know them. I agree. Amen to that. When you come out, you're still going to go to where Jesus is. No, it's their fault. They're being striped. Oh, I like that. You like that? 
That's a good one. <laughs> let, the, let the principality in charge of them receive the stripes too and let him know the reason that he's getting stripes today. I agree. In the name of Jesus. He's striped. Every bit of pain and torment you put on us, we put back on your head, demon, 1,000-fold, in the name of Jesus. And we ask God yes. to lose fire to burn these demons, light them up like torches. In mm. Jesus' name, toast we lose them. Like the, toast them like the snake in the wilderness. We also Amen. loose an angel of God to open the demons' mouths and loose another angel to go up to heaven, grab some of the hot coals off the altar, come down and drop them in the demons' mouth. In the mighty name of Jesus. And when you come out, you go to where Jesus sends you. Father God, we thank you for what you've done today. You are the deliverer. Apart from you, we can't do anything. We give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, yes. we ask that you would bless everybody that is tuning in. Brother Don, would you like to pray a blessing over people tonight? Lord, we, uh, we're gathered here to ask you to uh, watch over all of us, Lord. Watch over all of us, especially in these trying times where the world is upside down. And we ask that you keep you you give us our keep us with our sanity, and allow us to to attempt and try and do correct others. With all the evil out there, we want to thank you for protecting us, and we ask for your blessing. And we also ask that we have a better understanding of of our walk in your way. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to say to everyone out there tuning in, if you're just coming in, boy, you missed three and a half hours of some awesome teaching here with ministers Peter Whiffin and Minister Don Jeffrey. We're going to have them back on. You know, Peter, when we were talking a few days ago, I wrote down at least half a dozen uh, topics uh, that you can teach on, and that's just the beginning. I want to have you all back. We've got to do a whole series. Before we close tonight, though, I want, again, I want to thank both of you gentlemen for going overtime with me, and uh, you all are official marathon men. And um, I want you all to give out your contact information. Tell people how they can reach you in your ministry. And are there ways they can support it? I know what you do. You do freely because you freely receive. You freely give. But you know what, folks? It takes resources to, to minister. And if God has blessed you to be able to give, give to the deliverance ministry because it helps keep the fuel in the machine to keep it going. Uh, gentlemen, how can they support your ministries? Give out your contact info. No, Peter, would you like to go first? Or? Uh, Peter, drop from bringing him right back in. You go ahead and start it <laughs> okay. off, Don. Well, unfortunately for me, my calling, I don't touch money. I don't touch any donations at all. Whenever I do anything for anyone, I ask them to donate more to their own church, a children's hospital, or animal shelter. Money does not touch my hands ever. How can um, a person contact you for ministry or to okay. find out more information on um what you got going on in spiritual warfare. Sure. My, uh, my webpage is the forgotten ministry.org and my numbers on there. And there's information on there about me and my ministry. One more time. Give that website again. The forgotten ministry.org. One word. The forgotten ministry.org. Now, can they also find you on Facebook? Uh, under my name. Yeah. Don Jeffrey. Praise the Lord. We have lost Brother Peter. Um, we'll get him back on. Brother Don, I want to thank you for coming on, my friend. It's an honor to do a program with you. And can we have you back on? I would love to. It's been an honor being here. Believe me, it's been a great honor. And, folks, I want you to go out to his website, check it out, 
and uh, we'll definitely be getting Brother Don back on. God bless you, my friend, and we'll see you next time on the program. God bless you. Thank you. That was Brother Don. Let me see if I can get Brother uh, Peter back to say goodbye. Give out his website. Stand by. We're trying to dial. Praise the Lord. Folks, we will have this up in the archives a little later tonight. And I want to encourage you to go and download a free copy. These programs are free. Help yourself to them. We've got all the shows updated uh, up through the last one we did last night. This morning for me, it was um, the London show. That one is already up there with Winston Folks. And I'll have uh, the two broadcasts that we did this evening up here in the next few hours. You can download them through SoundCloud, through, uh, through Blog Talk, through iTunes. You can take them and uh, send them out to your, your friends. There's a share link there. Put them on Facebook. Email them to people. Burn a copy if you want to. Put it on a CD for people that don't have Internet. And um, get the word out that we're live Monday through Friday. And anybody that would like to come out is welcome here got a live chat room and uh, we're doing a marathon that's what we call it multiple programs every day Monday through Friday we typically start at 7 p.m. go till we finish many nights 1 a.m. Eastern a couple times a week we've got our international shows like Omega Man Australia we're doing right now we had the London broadcast earlier in the evening we also do a London show on Tuesdays the Friday one is at uh, 5 p.m. UK the Tuesday is at 10 p.m. UK I just work around their schedules. I'll be here anytime we need to do a show. I tell people when they come on the program, just tell me where you're at, Eastern Standard Time, and I'll calculate from there. I'll be, be wherever you need me. So, um, praise the Lord. Hang on just a second. Let me get Brother Peter back. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please enter your host pin when... Stand by. Brother Peter, do I have you back on? Hold on. We're dialing. Well, praise God, we made it to the end of the program, even if we're having an internet technical problem right now. But um, I'll give you Peter's website, hiskingdomstable.com. Peter Whiffin, that's spelled W-H-I-F-F-I-N, hiskingdomstable.com is his website. You can go there. You can find out uh, more about his ministry. He's got some great warfare prayers over there. And I want to encourage you to check those out and join us again for the next program. We've already got Peter scheduled for the next show. It's an honor to have Reverend Don Jeffrey on board as well. And we're going to be doing many more programs together. I know it. Praise the Lord. Well, we made it another week. We're going to be back with all new broadcasts on Monday. Let me tell you the schedule going forward. I'll have these two shows in the archives later. We'll be completely caught up there with the archive of the live shows, but I'm going to be working on some bonus ones for you this weekend. i got to give you two weeks' worth. Get those up for you. 
So you can probably count on, I'm going to guess, 10, 15 extra audios, many of them never heard before on this program. Because these are from some of the pioneers that went before us and uh, from tapes that have just been recently converted. Some of them haven't seen the light of day in 30 years. But they're loaded with information that you can use to fight back against the enemy and overcome. Hang on. I keep dialing four people when I try to hit one. <laughs> Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Oh. Please end. How did I do that? Stand by. Brother Peter, I got you back? Hello, I'm back. Ah, I'm back here. <laughs> oh, praise God. I wanted you, uh, we're still live. Brother Jeffrey, we said goodbye to him. I want to thank you for bringing him on tonight. Oh. He, he's welcome anytime. Um, I want to ask you, Peter, uh, before we close, I want you to give out your contact information. Tell me about your website. If there's a way they can support you, please let us know how to do that. And also, um, I want you to tell people about an idea that you came up with that we could do on this program involving mm -hmm. the Lord's Supper. Okay. I've got the website, uh, hiskingdomstable.com, and there's a, uh, a download there, Deliverances at the Table. And this is a, um, uh, an understanding that we got that the blessings of God come at communion. Um, God has given us the inheritance of the saints. He's given us everything as our inheritance in the saints, which is out of the riches of the glorious victory of the cross, where he bankrupted the universe, and now he's left that as an inheritance to us. But the way that we receive that is a day-by-day -day basis, and this, I believe, deals with the thief, because if we were just given our inheritance, it could be stolen, and then we'd be in a bad shape. So what he does is gives it to us daily like the manna in the wilderness. So that's at the Lord's table. And um, our idea is to have a communion service uh, where everyone gets a meal, not, not just uh, bread and wine. Bread and wine is included, but also a meal. And it's a good idea to love God with a meal by getting the best meal together that you love, um, whatever you like. Could be ice cream, <laughs> cake, uh, 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 whatever meal steak? you want to have that's lovely. French yeah, fries? Steak. Steak? Yeah, steak. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. A pizza. Taco. Uh, KFC, whatever. Um, hmm. that, what it is, it's where your heart is, what you love the most. And we have a show... Uh, where uh, a meeting by show um, where we all eat together as like a family eats together. Yes. And yeah. And we eat the lovely meal and we give thanks and praise to God that he loves us. And while we're eating the meal, we declare that we um, receive what God has done for us on the cross. We, we, we take the bread and the wine and we say, thank you, God, for what you've done. And we receive our, our upload or our download of your full blessing that's available to us by inheritance, the covenant in the blood. And we want our account topped up with our needs. He supplies all our needs according to his riches in glory. So the idea then is everyone uh, can put their prayer requests 
in and everyone taking the communion can stand in agreement for everyone's prayers. How's that? That would be awesome, folks. This is going to be a real Lord's Supper meal, like they ate in the early church. They would come out together. Yeah. They would break bread, and it wasn't just a cracker. No, they would have a full meal. And you know what? Then they would also they'd have the word. And, you know, we're going to go one step forward, further for this program. We're going to open up the phone lines and allow you to call in with a prayer request. Tell them how that's going to work, brother. Okay. What, what it is is um, while we're at the supper and we're in the love of God, really, together as family, we then let our requests be made known to God. And we're getting the download of the blood and the body, its payback, our inheritance. So they can ring in, people can ring in and say who they are and then say their prayer request. Um, we could just say one subject because what we can do is record that and then when it's answered, it's going to be glory for God, right? Yes. How's that sound? Amen. You can call in. Uh, we're going to take as many calls as we can. So you basically all we need is uh, your name, what you're asking the Lord for. We're going to then go to the next call. We'll find some way to log it down. And you give your prayer requests, and we're going to pray over them all. In the name of Jesus, we're going to come in agreement where two or three are gathered. Ask anything of my Father in heaven, it shall be done of them. Isn't that what it says? Yeah. In so, agreement? So they could, uh, like, ring, ring in and say their name. Like, I'd say, my name's Peter. Yes. Uh, my prayer request is, uh, you know, I'm, um, I'm needing a job or something. And um, I also declare my agreement for the prayers of all my family that's here today. So they declare their agreement, which is important, because when two or more are gathered in agreement, right? Yes. We're going to come. And then go to the next one. So it can get everyone's recorded. And then when they get the prayer, when we, we all get our prayer requests, yes. when they come through, when God... Uh, uh, when you got the answer, you can come back and do it again. And then go, well, you know, last time I, I prayed, I would get something and I've got it. You can come back and give a testimony, testify what God has done for you. And that's going to encourage yeah. others. Because there's power in and agreement. we'll just trust God because God's going to do it. Amen. I believe it. I think it's going to be an awesome thing. We've never done that on America Man Radio before. I think it could be a first out there. That's a fantastic idea yeah. that the Lord gave you, Peter. And uh, we'll, yeah. we'll work out a date and give you all a heads up so you, everybody can be prepared in whatever time zone you be in. But I'm thinking right now, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. A little bit of steak, some French fries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever you and, like to eat out there. And make a meal out of it. Some bread. And, you know, get a, mm. you know, you're going to have communion with the wine or whatever. You have one glass or have grape juice, whatever is your faith. Whatever your faith is. For your, but do it in uh, an honorable meal to God, like an abundant meal, not not a thimble and a biscuit. You Absolutely. Know, like proper, yeah, proper nice celebration of what God is supplying us. That means no, don't bring some ramen noodles or a, a hot pocket. Come on, <laughs> splurge a little bit. But you got to bring bring That's some a bread. KFC. KFC is good. Yeah. Original. Yeah. Original. Or, um, yeah, have some nice stuff. A nice, go and get a nice bit of steak. Or Yeah, that's a nice one. And um, whatever. Salad, steak, 
and dessert. Get some ice cream and um, dessert, cheesecake, all nice stuff. And uh, really, really um, go in honor and uh, come in honor and thankfulness and love for God. Amen. Be ready. Um, let's you might- see what happens. <laughs> You're going to think, oh, what's going to happen here? If I start to smack a little bit, that's all right. You know, I've warned you ahead of time we're eating. You hear some forks and knives, whatever. That's all right. Yeah. It'll be a dinner show, but we're going to get down to some serious business, and we're going to come in agreement for your prayers. See, we want you to call in. We'll take as many calls as we can that night, get that prayer request logged in, and then we'll come in agreement for that, that God will answer it in Jesus' name. Brother Peter. it could be powerful, eh? Canoodles. My friend says it's Canoodles Church, you know, like. Canoodling together. <laughs> so I want to hit uh, one other topic before we close tonight. That is, um, you're working on a a pretty important project. Tell us about the uh, the Bible. Uh, the Bible, the Names Amplification Bible, is um, been four years, and um, we spoke about it here and there. But it's uh, at the printers right now, and um, just going to run off some not many numbers and we're doing uh really nice um hand uh made leather uh, lambs lambs uh skin leather carvers to make um estate type bibles you know really nice ones to start with so we just pray about that we um trying to get it printed it's i bought the paper um about six weeks ago and it's just like pushing a cart trying to get the thing printed but anyway uh the printers all broke down last week and they're supposed to be fixing them this week so that bible i that bible has got so much color in it so much revelation in it you, you get that bible you got a bible you ne- never read another one the same yeah I, I can't read i can read a bible but i, I can't read another bible and be, be happy because every time i come across a name i wonder what it means you know well, right. I feel um, I'm missing out. What did you find out in terms of the, the number of names that we just read over, not understanding they have a There's, there's a seven, 17% of the names. 17% of the words are names. What's that, that, that means we can't understand 17% of the Bible. What's that equivalent to? What's a rough number? How many uh, words? Uh, oh, uh, 33,000. About 33,000 words. Uh, affecting nearly every scripture, not all of them. But, Bro, five hundred uh, will be a big number, a but through thirty-three thousand, holy cow! Wow. I mean, that's huge. That's yeah, like so. That's thirty thousand scriptures. We're not. You cut off there. Thirty thousand scriptures. We're not understanding. Thirty-three thousand scriptures. We're not understanding. Yeah. And so your Fully. Bible that God had you write, you took the King James Bible and went through it verse by verse and began to verse put, by verse. put the, um, what did you do with the word when you came across it? Um, well, I'd say, for instance, Adam, it, uh, I just put equals the meaning, like red. Uh, Eve equals life. And uh, so the, the scripture's not changed. We just got the equals there to say what the name means. Okay, so you you define what the the word means, and yeah. um, like AI, what was that? Or Jericho? Was there a, or uh, Jordan? A- okay, yeah. 
Yeah, um, we can have the story of crossing the Jordan, and if you just go by the name meaning, you get, Behold a son walks across the descender, parting him between Adam and his distress. And you would never know that if you just no. saw the word Jordan and didn't no. know what it means. That's uh, amazing. The, the city of AI means heap of ruins. I, Joshua I, means... Wow. Joshua means uh, Yahweh is salvation. So you've got salvation destroying the evil king of a heap of ruins, ruining your life. Amazing that God embedded all that in there. I mean, clearly, it, it's a once you have this book. Bible, you'll you'll get you'll get faith in the Bible because um, you'll realize that no man could have ever written that Bible, no way in the world. No, it's exactly no, what God wanted name us to the have. Place the people and get them to do the stuff that you, yeah, yeah. Mm. wow <laughs> it's got so many layers there folks and this yep. will help open up another one for you brother Peter I want to thank you for coming on if someone wants to find out uh, more on that and how they can order a copy how do they get a hold of you that's on my Facebook uh, names amplification bible um, it's names amplification bible dot com yeah Amplified Bible is a trademark, so I couldn't use names amplified, but I use names amplification instead. Bible.com. Wow. That's, there you go, folks. That's how you find out about it. Get a hold of Brother and, Peter. And, you know, yeah, no, no one in the history of the Bibles ever did this. This is a first. All the people out of all the years that have looked at the Bible, it never dawned on them to do this. And, you know, when God Mate. put this on your heart to do, you worked on it for how, how long? It's it's uh, been over four years now, and um, I've, I've I've checked it and double checked it and cross checked it until my eyes are red, you know. And um, I don't know how many times I've read the whole Bible now. I can't yeah. And uh, I'm happy with it now. I, I feel pretty happy because I, I didn't. I wanted it to be an honor, not not a uh, you know not a half baked thing. Will you be producing, uh, I know you're going to do a really nice um, heirloom Bible. Will you be thinking yeah. about maybe doing a Kindle version too for people that use the iPad? Um, I've, got a, um, I've got a PDF that you can put on your Kindle, like on your iPad. And um, that's available. I'll, I'll give that out. If people want it, just email me and I'll get, send it to you. Um, it's too big a file for me to have on my web download and it's too big a file to make a printed like amazon printed version yes because of the number of pages or oh, choose it's a thousand pages yeah wow it's a thousand fifty pages and um but you know i can't wait to get my hands on a hard copy because you know i've been producing this i want to study it now i'm like jumping at the gate to really study it let me ask when, I, when I produced it, I had to put down the urge to get the revelations. They were hitting me so fast it wasn't funny. That is amazing. Have you thought about uh, maybe a format of like 8.5 by 11? you seen some of those? Like yeah, I've got that. Okay. I've got that. It's coming, out, uh, it's coming out in that size. Okay. And I can get it printed, um, but the... Uh, the printers want like a thousand copies, so it's like thousands of dollars to do a run. Yes. And um, 
Uh, but I'm thinking that if we just do some special ones to start with that it can be collector's items. Yes. And uh, we we sell those, you know, not not too expensive, but we sell those, and the money we raise from that, we put back into the project to get um, uh, uh, a low-cost one done, you know? Do you have any anticipated cost it might take to do the limited run, the collector copies? Uh, I think they'll be about... Hundred dollars or hundred and fifty dollars, something like that. Man, that's a nice gift to, to give to someone. Um, I want you to um, get us the information on how people can order. Mm -hmm. Will you have that up on namesamplificationbible.com? Yeah. Okay. Now I bought the leather. I've got the leather already here. Um, people gave me some money on GoFundMe, and I use it to buy the leather and the paper for the printing so far. And um, the leather's beautiful. I got some nice red embossed leather, oh, really? lambskin leather. It's really nice. Brother, beautiful. can you reserve me one? I'll buy a copy. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Lynn uh, Bernard. I'm going to sign the first hundred oh, and nice. number them like art. You know how they do one in a hundred, that type? Yes. Well, and folks, I'm going to sign them off um, for the early supporters. There's a couple on GoFundMe have supported me, and they're getting copies and... Um, I haven't forgotten them. They're going to get copies. And, uh, yeah. Folks, really, that means there's... Uh, exciting, huh? I got my dibs in. That means there's less than 99 now. So if you're <laughs> interested in the numbered version, yeah, get a hold of Brother Peter. Uh, Peter, how long do you think it would take you to actually print these? Um, well, they're getting their mechanics into the machine on Friday. They hopefully have some out for me this week. He said, and then we put the covers on. So, uh, uh, yeah, two or three weeks, I may have something on going. Do you think and, they uh, would we're be working as well? So. Is it possible that they may be ready for delivery uh, by the holidays around Christmas time, Hanukkah? Yes. Yeah, they'll be ready. They'll be they'll make be a nice gift. Then, um, Nobody and, has these um, folks. I'm going to be. Yeah, I'm going to be calling for. Uh, uh, I've got some. Uh, people, locals here, and different ones to who want to learn bookbinding to um, come and help do the covers. Uh, nice. Well, and I got a local, I got a local professional bookbinder going to teach us. So they're going to be quality, beautiful Bibles. That's going to be beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. My brother, I'm and, uh, excited to hear more about it, and uh, I hope you all enjoyed the broadcast today, uh, Peter. I want to thank you for coming on. Let me pray for you, my brother. Father God, in the mighty name okay. of Jesus, I thank you for Brother Peter, for Brother Don, for everybody that tuned in today. Thank you for the word that was brought today. I ask in the name of Jesus that you bless my brother. Bless this project, God, the Names Amplification Bible, and other things that you're going to have him write and record. I'm asking in the name of Jesus that you lose favor and protection for him. For everyone tuning in tonight, we just plead the blood of Jesus over us all. God bless his finances. Give them the financial resources to complete these projects, to meet his needs. I'm asking that you would touch his body and touch anyone out there tuning in. If you have a need out there, Lord, I'm asking you to touch them tonight. I'm loose healing, ministering spirits to you in Jesus' name. My brother, I speak to your body. Be healed and made whole. And I speak to my body. Be healed and made whole in the name of Jesus. And people tuning in, be healed and made whole in Jesus' name. God, put a hedge protection Amen. wall of fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any curses that will be hurled against this program, let them boomerang and go back in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Yes. We thank you, Father God, Amen. for what you're doing. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. My amen, friend. amen, and um, I did find a, uh, I did find a, a, a printer. There's a special type of uh, printing machine, oh. and uh, it, it'll print, uh, it'll print on the thin paper. And um, I found a secondhand one here, so I'm saving up. Maybe going to get that, and then I can, I can produce the Bibles a lot more and a lot easier and a lot more flexible. Do you still have your GoFundMe page up and running? Yeah, GoFundMe's there. It's uh, uh, it's there, and um, uh, everything that comes in for the Bible is for the Bible. Like I, I got my income, uh, I got a, a little business I'm doing, and I got my income. It's just the Bible's a bit expensive, you know. To oh yeah, and, uh, these things aren't free to and, or cheap to do. I mean, we yeah. Peter's talking about a an heirloom Bible. It's beautiful. This is custom. And um, normally they require very large runs to do them. And, of course, Amazon people use, but they won't do a thousand-page Bible. I think they cut it off at probably two and a quarter pages. Whatever it is, um, it's, it's beyond the max. So this is a custom endeavor. And if he's got his own equipment there, he can get these done. It doesn't have to outsource, let's say, to China, for example, which could, could do them, but then... You know, you get back into those minimums and so forth. You know, yeah. but if you would like to invest in this project and have a copy of this, uh, namesamplificationbible.com. Uh, Peter, would you check and make sure that the GoFundMe campaign has not expired? That, And if that's the case, could yep. you send me a link to it that we can put up on our wall? Yeah. Yeah, I'll check it. Uh, I think it's pretty good. Um, I'll check it and I'll send a link. And... Um, uh, that that'll be great. Um, I think that uh, the revelation that this is going to bring, this Bible, this Bible goes viral. The revelations it's going to bring is going to knock the devil really badly. <laughs> it's already the milk. You know, the name C.C. Era means battle array. But who would know that? You know, the, Let me... the king of the promised land means active insight. The all-seeing eye. It's just a the revelations. Will you have a dictionary in the back as well? If they want to do a, a direct word search definition? I, I could. Um, I haven't done that yet because of my hands have been full just getting the text yes. going. And, um, just a thought. Uh, actually, when I first started, I, I, I found it very hard to find the meanings of a lot of names. Yes. Uh, Strong's Concordance has most of them. And the Blue Letter Bible site has a lot of it. But there are some that I had to really research. And, um, yeah, that'll be a good idea. And also, uh, the people who get the Bible get a, a stick with the electronic one on. Oh, nice. So that they can do, yeah, they, they can do an, uh, a search, electronic search, but then they've got their hard copy to take to church and mark and draw all over, you know, and have. I like the best that. Best of both worlds. Yeah? What well, says, study yeah. to show yourselves approved, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And this gives you another resource mm -hmm. in your studies. So reach out to Peter. Peter, uh, what's your email if someone wants to email you directly? Um, Peter, uh, my name, Peter uh, Whiffen, which is W, H for Harry, I for Igloo, F for Facebook, F for Facebook, 
I for Igloo, N for Nally, at Hotmail. Praise God. Brother Peter, we love and appreciate you. I want to thank you for taking your Saturday afternoon to spend it with me and the people out there, and we'll see you back next time. Okay. We look forward to the beautiful project of um, letting Jesus have a return for what he done, which he wants to give us at the table. Amen. And buckle in, folks. We're going to have many great teachings coming forth. Peter's already got a list of things he's speaking on, and he's adding to it. We're going to do a big series. Love you, my brother. God bless you. so much stuff. (laughs) There's so much stuff. I'm praying for more time. I believe God's going to give us more time. We'll do as many shows as we need to. In Jesus' name. God bless, brother. Love you. Bless everybody. Love you all as well, everyone. And um, thank you for the afternoon. Amen. And put a shrimp on the bobby for me. (laughs) (laughs) A big one. God bless, brother. Amen. Okay. That was Brother Peter Whiffin. Hey, that was an awesome broadcast. Listen, I, I do not exaggerate when I tell you that he has a... We were talking for almost two and a half hours the other day. Time just flies when you get on with Peter because he's got so much revelation God has given. I mean, it's just interesting to listen to some of these topics expanded on. And you can learn so much new information that I was jotting down some of these awesome titles. I said, man, he's got to preach on that. He's got to teach on that one. Do this one, this one. I shot him an email with a list of them just so we wouldn't forget. And that was just the tip of the iceberg. He's got some really cool stuff that God has shown him relating to spiritual warfare and amplifying some of the verses that we've read and really didn't understand the depth of them. So talk about some meat. I mean, this is going to be like New York Strip of the word not milk not that powdered milk out there i mean this is like uh, this is like 28 ounce ribeye is there one that big i mean it's like it's thick juicy meat of the word with a baked potato on the side sour cream and butter some sauteed mushrooms omega salad and um choice of your drink and some coffee and pie for dessert i mean it's thick it's gonna be good we got him, already got them scheduled for the next program. We're going to have them on twice a month. That's what we're looking at now. So you can count on it. I want to say shouts out to you. If you're here for the first time where you've found a new home, you're welcome here. Anybody would like to tune in, can. It's free. Uh, Kasimer in Africa. Tune in. Jen Ruby. Tanya in Jamaica. we got Lynn Bernard. God bless you. Anika H. Aaron King. Shadow 50. Derek McGowan. We've got Brother Reggie. True Witness. Anna. Altoids, mints. My dad loved Altoids in the metal can. Bray Guidish. Welcome, my friend. 73 Tracy. Dyson. We got Daniel 7, V-Man. Debbie McSweeney. God bless you. Pauline Priscilla. God bless you. Jasmine Pignon. God bless you. Naomi. Norslander. Nine other people out there. If I missed you, God bless you. See you back Monday. We're going to be doing shows Monday and Tuesday. Full marathon. And um, literally, I'm going to do those up until the time I finish. And then i got to get on a plane a few hours later and fly over because my visa has expired or will expire next week. So I've got to go to Kuala Lumpur. That's really the closest place I can go. 
of about 17 hours flight time from America, but 27 hours when you make the stops. So the closest place for me to go is um, next door to either Singapore or KUL, down there where the Petronas Towers are. And um, I'm going to go over there. Then I can come back in and they stamp my visa again for another 30 days and I get one more extension. And uh, hopefully in the next 60 days, I'm going to be able to apply for the the KITAS visa and I can stay up to a year at a time. Right now, um, that's the only choice I've got. But that's part of what goes with being deployed over here. But praise God, he's made a way for us to do these programs. We've got internet up and running now. Really smooth. Bit by bit, we're working out the bugs in the system. And I'm keeping mosquitoes out of the house as much as I can. Um, praise the Lord. Well, tune in. And then um, we'll be back the following week with a full week of marathons. In the meantime, I've got some bonus stuff to upload for you over the weekend. Get today's shows up there. Help yourself to them. If you want to learn more about um, Omega Man Radio, how you can support it, go to OmegaManRadio.com. There's a couple ways you can do it. I appreciate everybody that has. You've enabled us to get this far. And by God's grace, we're going to go to 4,000 shows by the end of the year. Probably sooner than that. I think next week we hit episode 3,700. So we only need 300 more to hit four grand, four grand of shows. So we're going beyond that. Uh, just keep adding them. New guest. Old guest. I've got a whole bunch of people that we need to get on the program. Welcome Don Jeffrey to the network and Emmanuel. Brother Evangelist Emmanuel, also new to the program. They're, they're on board now, so praise the Lord. Thank you, folks, for making these programs possible. Hope you have a great weekend out there. And uh, catch us again on Monday for more of the Mega Man Radio Marathon. Until then, I've got a bunch of stuff in the archives for you. If you get bored, we'll see you next time. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you.